When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right. Welcome in a Tuesday morning for you, no matter where you are, unless you're over the pond somewhere, still stuck in some hangover from sandwich. But other than that, we at least believe you to be here in the East Coast or beyond, depending on if you're in Colorado or Hawaii or anywhere in between. And on this Tuesday, I mean, man, you, you talk about just devastating news with the NFL right before we come on and it's a really good thing we still have this thing going i'll explain what's happening here with this packers futures ticket but it's a really good thing we did not choose the la rams and lock that la rams bet in because they just lost their stud young running back who has a bright future in this league in cam Akers for the whole yeah an achilles right oh yeah it's bad news come on man yep now, now, they, now he's a good young player, but I mean, they can find another running back between right. now and the season. I don't think this is uh, devastating. Like Cam, I mean, look, Cam Akers showed a ton of promise and limited opportunities, and was expected this year to take over the offense in the backfield, especially with Stafford in town, throwing him the football a lot more. So, if anything, you could just look at Cam Akers being a pass catching back who can also help all of these guys that Stafford has to throw to. I don't know if they can just replace Cam Akers, Harry. Well, what is he, a Hall of Famer already? Yeah. My <laughs> God, you're talking about him like he's, uh, you know, the next coming of uh, Terrell Davis or something. Uh, he's gas fans. Really exactly. I'm telling you, this guy, the last time I saw him, he was in the mud. He was running through guys at fast forward. <laughs> Pretty big loss for a team, no? Well, I know no, it if, is, I was it a, is. if I was a fan of the Rams, I'd be bummed out today. There's no doubt about that. This season's over. But his season's over. That doesn't mean the team's season is over. Well, they, they, I mean, they don't, they don't they make the hair on the defensive side of the ball anyways. Exactly. So, you know. Yeah. Now, if you'd have said now, if you'd have said 99, they'd yeah. have 99. If Aaron problems. Donald blows his Achilles, <laughs> they got issues. Well, okay, he's not really replaceable. Although yeah. It's interesting you bring that up, Barrett. It's just a hypothesis, and nobody wants him to get hurt. But I saw Jimmy Kemsky's piece in the Philly Voice today suggesting that the Eagles should trade Fletcher Cox. I read that also. So if it's that did happen to the Rams, maybe that would open up an avenue to get his first or a second-round <laughs> pick out of the Rams. So the Eagles are now trading their arguably, if not still, best player on defense? While he's Whoa. still 
you know, marketable. Why it got value, yeah. yeah. The value aspect of them. Because you know, they're, they're not going to compete this year is the idea for a championship. And by the time they get good enough, the window is closed. That was oh. the point of the piece. Wait a second. What's value back? Second round pick. For, for Fletcher Cox. Really? That's what he suggested. Barrett read it too. I mean, and then, and to be honest, no way. if you're on a team that's not competing, you know, it kind of makes a it's little expensive. bit of sense. Yeah. It makes a little bit of spin, a little bit of sense. But with this new coaching staff, there's just so many undetermining factors. You know, you usually have determining factors whether they're going to be bad or good. We have so many undetermining factors as far as, you know, what the coach is going to do. You know, I mean, how, how, how is he going to implement whatever he's going to do on both sides of the ball, special teams. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, you know, you really can't focus on whether this team is going to be the bottom of the barrel or they sit halfway, you know, halfway in between the barrel. So, I mean, it's, I'm anxious to see, anxious to see what's going on. In fact, I just got an email from the Eagles saying that, um, that um, we have, what is it? Um, when the veterans come back yeah. on the 12th, we have that game. It's the Pittsburgh game. So it works out great for me. Thursday night, the twelfth, alumni come oh, the in preseason game. Yeah, the preseason. Oh yeah, okay. So I, I mean, I come in as an um, alumni, walk on the field. Oh wow, look at this! Wait, You're getting around. a nice treatment. Uh, what from the now? Is this for the Steelers or for the Eagles? For the Eagles. Oh for the okay. Eagles. And it's just so you, what, my what you ought to do is just walk to the other side of the field <laughs> and join the Steelers <laughs> because that's where you won your ring. <laughs> Yeah, there, you know <laughs> that would be awesome. up to the coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that would get some publicity for the show too. They Look, would, what's this, this Barrett Brooks guy doing? They he's would walking me to the town. other side of the field, Aton. <laughs> he's flashing a ring. You know, hey, that happened before. That really happened to me before. Yeah, yeah. I went back to Kansas State University. Oh, that's they right. had this new coach, and uh, the new coach, um, he, he basically he just used me. I came in first of all when I got there. Um, I didn't call or anything. I just showed up, you know what I mean? Cause I mean, I helped build that school. You know, it was, it was a terrible school before I got there. I get there. They, you know, they bring me in, they have me talk to the, you know, the perspectives, you know, that they want to come in, you know, play for Kansas state. So I get through talking to all these guys. Yeah. Kansas state is a great place to go. And you know, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And all of a sudden I turn around, the game's about to start in like 30 minutes and the AD, the assistant AD, who was actually a player to play with me, Told me, hey man, um, you got your ticket? I'm like, no, I don't have a ticket. Why do I need a ticket? I'm gonna be on the sideline, right? Oh, uh, you can't be on the sideline. Um, coach doesn't want you know former players on the sideline. It was Ron Prince, wasn't Ron it? Prince, yeah. Yes, I said, yes. what? What do you mean he didn't want me on? I just got through telling this is the perfect place to be, and I, right. yeah, that. So it's me and my boy Andre Coleman, you know, a former NFL player, also. Long story long, we have to walk to the other side to Kansas because Coach Mangino was our was my offensive line coach. He was the head coach at the other team. Yeah, that and little we sat on, guy. Yeah, yeah. So we sat on their sideline during the game. That's Alumni all. was pissed. You need to do the same thing on the twelfth. <laughs> that would be great. He ended up getting uh, fired like four four months later. Yeah, he didn't last long there. No, no. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, a Tuesday here, so we welcome you in listening on Sports Map Radio. As we head into what could be the final, I just hope it is, mind you, the final day of the NBA season. Just get this damn thing over with. Selfishly, of course, so we can start talking about trades. That's really what we have. I mean, there's a report coming out, as expected, that guess who has been the most aggressive suitor 
for Damian Lillard. And I'll give you a hundred guesses and tell you right away it ain't the Sixers. Um, no, so, I was going to say the Knicks, but no, now that now that you bring it up that you'd give me a hundred guesses, I guess it's some out of nowhere team. Well, no, it's not out of nowhere. Actually, I, I think it's a the team Warriors. We have all talked about no because of the destination and the guy who refuses Miami. To, yes, yes, and look, Miami is the new New York. Cause yes, all right. Yes. Miami was is like what L.A. I mean, man, people want to go and play there. Barrett would love to go. And you kidding me? If somebody offered him to do a radio show in South Beach versus sticking around in South Jersey, no shade <laughs> to Maze, Shander, Jacob Media, Sports Map, or anything, he's gone. And nobody can throw anything back at him. It's gonna well, don't, time, don't just pin that on Barrett. You can say, I'd do the same damn <laughs> well, thing. It's already a, look, you would go to Newark, Delaware to do a show, all right, <laughs> to get out of this I area. don't know about that. And you know what's messed up? I never crossed the Mason-Dixie line as far as playing either, man. Everywhere I went was a cold-weather team. Yeah. All of them were cold-weather. Detroit. Well, uh, that needs Packers. to end. That, that right. nonsense needs to end. <laughs> get it out of here. Let's take our show national, baby. Exactly. No. <laughs> I put a lot of faith in Cam Akers on a couple of best ball drafts, all right? Yeah, I saw that tweet. I didn't even understand what you were talking about. There it is right there. Oh, man, look. Well, look, I have to be honest. If you haven't played best ball, it's the best way to marry season-long fantasy football, which nobody plays anymore, and DFS like tournaments every single week. It's a really fun way to kind of keep the season going. And you draft just like you would draft a regular season because you have these guys throughout. Now, the nuance and, and the rules are different. Back in three on Sports Maps, still live here on the Jacob Media YouTube page. So you draft guys. Essentially, it's real quick. Essentially, you draft a team, right? And you have quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends. No defense, no kickers. The idea is in your roster, whoever has the highest scoring week starts. So you don't choose your lineup. If you have Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey as your two running backs, but some rookie out of Boise comes in and has 300 yards and you have him on your bench, he's your starting running back that week. Mm. So you basically have to draft accordingly, but you can take shots. Like, you know, the kid Tony for the Giants, right? Or Slayton for the Giants. These outside guys who are like third, fourth options could blow up one week and you get points as a result of it. So... That's really the strategy behind it. That's why a guy like Cam Akers has a lot of boom bust because mm. he could have a huge week. You just don't need him like to have a season long each week, each week, each week. There I, you know, yeah. that that's to me, that's a better way of doing it anyways. You know, because I mean, Saquon last year, I mean, he killed people last year. Yes. because Yeah, and off. season long is a disaster. Exactly. Oh, it is, man. Yeah. It Jeff is. who drafted him in the sports map radio league. Number three overall, Barrett Brooks. That'd be you. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like a jackass. But I thought that that sports map league kind of blew up I and mean, nobody, well, nobody paid. paid. Nobody paid. Yeah. yeah, you're dealing with a league with a bunch of cheap radio guys. Jake right. Didn't right. even pay. What the yeah. hell is that? Well, well, you know? well, what's going on with our with our bet? We just have a it yet. Is it in? Not yet. I want to make sure that no super chats have come in yet, and we'll explain. All right. So this is what we're doing. We did this yesterday. We opened this up yesterday. I want to make sure that it's still the same odds. Nothing has dropped. But we are opening this up for a show bet where you can pledge via the Super Chat 
however much you would like to place in this futures bet for the Packers to win the Super Bowl at plus 1700. Now, Barrett, Harry, myself, we got things going. We kickstarted this with 100 each. Some other people have since popped in. Well, before we, before we get to this, we got we got to hurry up on this because um, uh, I'm I'm just reading an article uh by uh John Breach and Jeff Kerr. The Packers have, have, have reportedly offered Aaron Rodgers, which uh, to be the highest. He turned paid. it down. He turned it down. He turned it down already. Well, so that, that helps us. AJB, beautiful at five. Yeah, now. he turned that down, and basically what that, what that would have done had he accepted it, that would have gone beyond. Jordan Love's rookie deal. Yes. So basically, they're telling Jordan Love, "Look, you're not the future here. We're going <laughs> to sign this other guy again." Well, he knows that. Yeah, he has to know that. Wow, Nick's willing to give up three first rounders and trade for Lillard. You still think this dude's coming here? Come on! Oh man! You wouldn't do that? Yeah, if I'm the Knicks, I'm just saying he ain't coming here. Look at this, the Penguin AZ. A couple of people have since popped in. We need to make sure Ron Culver is not out entirely. Oh, did we ask him yesterday? I forget. We do No? Okay, so AJB has pledged $5 towards this group bet which has become a show thing it's a middle bet we're going to place it at the end of this show and that for the packers to win this thing at 1700 don't worry good night last night technically this morning peter krz in the house look at this the super chats are flying here yeah that's great to see now thanks to everybody you know for getting involved but what about we sprinkle a little bit on the buffalo bills Green Bay Packers Super Bowl matchup, which is 70 to one. Now, wow. where I, I just got that from our buddy Jimmy yes. Shapiro in the email last night, which is and... an illegal book, just so we know. So <laughs> well, it's bet to... online, is what it is. Yeah, well, that's not legal where we are. So we need Who to find cares? a legal book. Well, we need to find, I'd like to do it on a legal book, personally. Why? What's the difference? I tell you what, you handle the bet online one, and I'll handle the Packers one. Okay, Jesus. All right, you go ahead and do that. You're you're saying our buddy Jimmy Shapiro is illegal? No, I'm not saying he's illegal. I'm just saying technically, we can't use that book in PA. That's all. It's a Costa Rica outfit. I'm not saying I am. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just laying out for the purposes of YouTube. Yeah, that that book is not technically legal. Okay. That's, no, that's all fun, but the PGF note. Well, like we, he could get us in touch with the guy who sets the numbers for them. <laughs> I've actually done some work with that guy. He's okay. legit. Oh no, no, no! I'm not saying these books don't pay out. I'm yeah. not saying these books don't have some sharp odds or some maneuverable odds. I'm just saying, as as you know, this is like when you get captured. Name, rank, tag number, right? That's all for YouTube purposes. All I'm saying is that book. It's not technically gotcha. legal where we live, All but right. I'll let you hand. Why not that? You tell me what you need from us and we can do that. I just look, we're getting closer and we only have to the end of this show here to continue to build this up. So right now we actually have a bunch of people in here. One, two, three. I mean, there's, there's some good change on here, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, that rant, the second 
favorite on the illegal book as far as a Super Bowl matchup? I don't know. Let's not say let's say global market. Okay, that's a term that we can use that doesn't have an ugly ring to it like illegal book. How about that? Okay. Okay. On the global market, the second favorite. Uh, is the Rams and the Chiefs 28 to 1. Now I wonder if that takes a beating today because of yeah, this Cam Akers yeah. thing. That's gotta yeah. change. It's got to. Now it's probably gonna be up there with seven seventy to one also. S- I don't know about that much, but it'll, on the house. it'll rise. The first one on here that I see the Dallas Cowboys involved is the Cowboys Chiefs at 55 to 1. Wow. Yeah. Cowboys Chiefs. I like that. Here's the thing. If you're taking that, don't you also have to take the No, Eric, I'm not dry snitching anything. I'm I'm making sure we don't get kicked off today. Don't we have to <laughs> don't we have to kind of factor in Dallas or at least no. Kansas City? What's Kansas City's futures here? Yeah, Kansas City, but not, not Dallas. No, but I, I'm saying this. If we're going to take Kansas City, Dallas, I'm also going to put two units on Kansas City to win it at 500. Mm-hmm. Because Dallas is not beat. Kansas City not losing to the Super Bowl two straight years. Although I no, said three, not if they get three there. straight to Milwaukee, and they're about to lose four straight. <laughs> so what the hell do I know? I'm telling you, man. You look at my bets well, over the past two days. It's stick to ping pong. Did you see? Uh, yeah, I woke up to a bunch of your plays this morning. I, I guess you did. A, I guess you did well. Hey. Did you see the the referee matchup for tonight's game is getting a lot of run today? No, it's uh, doom and gloom for Chris Paul and the Suns because Mister Foster is the head official, and according to what I could find out. Chris Paul has lost 11 straight playoff games when officiated by Scott Foster. Where do you find this at, man? This is this is next level, man. Yeah. It's pretty available right he, now. Honestly, though, Barrett, and, and this is something that we should be talking about way more. Like, there are, there are three things, four things in the NFL when you add your position of all things, right? It, it's line, right? Who's healthy, who's not healthy on the line. That's what you look at. But weather travel and officials mm-hmm. harry will t- like if you have information on all three of those harry will tell you you have an edge up oh yeah no doubt maybe not even winning a bet but you have an edge on looking at whether a number makes sense like okay that number's right on a total it. yeah a total you know? exactly wow 11 straight 11 straight <sighs> there's a beef yeah. between these two that's obvious and I hate to do it to him. It goes against Phoenix. So the the there's, there's a lot of stuff on social media saying that the you know the uh, Bucks fans have are are already drunk, you know, <laughs> celebrating the championship. Right. Uh, Giannis right. is already getting measured for his MVP ring and all this kind of stuff. Wait a second. Are we? I think this is actually more than eleven straight. What? Well, see, this is crazy, man. Is, is that, it is more? It that much? Maybe it is more. Yeah, I think it is because I have a I'm about to pull up a tweet from May 28th in which Chris Paul himself is referencing this. He referenced it in a in a post-game press conference. Yeah, which after a playoff game. May 28th. Was that against the Lakers? Yeah, I'm about to pull it up for you right now. 
it must have been the the conference championship may june no no you're right this had to have gone back right look here's it what this be more than sense. 11 now look this is the video itself all right real quick we'll play this video here uh, what happens we'll get it up but the the thing is it's from may 28th so Anthony Slater is the one who tweeted this. And just mm -hmm. so that people, if you can't see it, Chris Paul redirected the end of his final three press conference questions tonight to the same stat, 11 games in a row. Paul's teams have lost 11 straight playoff games refereed by Scott Foster. Mm -hmm. Now, this tweet came out when? May 28th. So we'd have to go back to May 28th and see because if well, Foster... That was after a Lakers game. You got to try to, you know, limit uh, their free throw attempts. Low. Um, you know, they're shooting a lot of free throws uh, last game, tonight. I mean, if I was a betting man, 11, 11 games in a row. 11 games in a row. Ooh. Let's see what happens. And that was after they lost 109 to 95 on Thursday, May 27th to the Lakers. Okay. Now we have to see how many games, and this is where the level of mining becomes worth the return of investment. Mm -hmm. Has that streak been snapped? Because if it hasn't, and Foster, now Foster very well may not have refed a game. Since that, with Paul is my point, right, right? Right. So at the very least, it's 11, and this is now the 12th. If not more than 11, then this could be the third. Now, there's a small chance, right, that Paul or that Foster maybe ref game one or two. I, I don't know. But this is, this is insane. All right. I see the finals, but it doesn't show the referees is that that's in the box score isn't it i, uh, like I believe so yeah i think i feel like you can get these referees all right this is going to take me a couple of seconds here so by all means take over the conversation and and uh talk about whatever well, what was the old mike myers he's very clemped he's refed for 44 games according to basketball reference this season scott foster now do you have a game log well i'm going to try to find a game log Oh, that right. is cut in some time here. Yeah. <laughs> um, it yeah. should be available, no? Raw data. Raw data. Home versus visitor. 30 team. All right. Let's go. Let's just go the teams. His feet when he refed against the Phoenix Suns. Oh, let's see. Yeah, this is insane because 11 straight. In a closeout game, 96 games. Suns were 49 and 47 this year under Foster's eye. But that doesn't explain necessarily the playoffs. Right. I'm um, telling you, don't we have this guy in Philadelphia? Who is the who is the NFL official? Morelli? Yeah, I believe he was the one that had a, a bad record, or the Eagles had a bad record. When, yeah, uh, it was an awful record. What's the, uh, is it not Morelli? I think you're right. That sounds familiar. I just don't know what his first name is. 
All right. Well, look, I think at this point, if you look at uh, game five officials, all right, here we go. NBA ref stats apparently has a list of who's doing what. So NBA game five officials, Mark Davis was, it was not Scott Foster, right? Is that okay. his name? Yeah, Scott Foster. Okay. So game five was not Foster. Game four was not Foster. Game three was Foster. Well, game three, the Suns lost. Correct. So game it's now 12. Well, so that would be an additional game. It's at least 12 now. Let's see if Foster, he did not ref game two, nor did he ref game one. So as of right now, the only game in which Scott Foster has refed in the NBA Finals is also one of the losses. Pete Morelli. Thank you, Colin Berger. That's it. Yeah. Pete Morelli. Tony Carrenti, too, is a guy whose name comes up a lot. Yep. NFL. I mean, how, how could you not fade hard on Phoenix tonight? Now, what are you going to do? Are you going to lay 200 on the Bucs? No. What, money line? Yeah, it's, it's over What is the money line? Well, the, the points are well, five, right? Five, yeah. Yeah. Five. Now, honestly... I think if, at the very least, you have something to work with. All right. We can leave it on that. We'll take a quick one here. We'll be back across the board. If you're joining us just now, hit us up with a like. Make sure you are subscribed to the Jacob Media YouTube channel as we broadcast live and local from the Fritz and B and Cooley Law Studio. If you know someone who suffered a personal injury, contact Brian Fritz directly, a tough lawyer for a tough town. The Middle, sponsored by Pure Bull Beef Jerky. Get yours now. Go to Steersnacks.com. We are back in three across the board, and we'll, we'll try to find out a little more of this because this is huge. This could be it. I think we have just seen the final nail in the coffin for Chris Paul back in three. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. 
IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's Army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. This is The Middle on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park studio, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, we'll have uh, fake news coming up in less than an hour. And just looking at this game tonight, trying to wait for the season to end. Aaron Rodgers' odds are out. Yes, minus 170, no, plus 130 to be the starting quarterback week one for Green Bay. And this is not like a Ben Simmons scenario where the Packers are just going to wait and see. Although I, I do wonder real quick, hypothetically, what happens if now we'd have to pick a team, right? That makes sense as far as a team that's that's doing something. And I'm going to take the obvious ones off the board, like Mahomes or all, but like, if you're New Orleans, you're telling me that you don't have anything at all, anything at all that you could trade and keep Thomas Kamara and that's it. Or what happens if somebody goes down? Right? I mean, maybe that's a better thing to look at. Now, it's not going to be Dak Prescott again or anything like that. But, hey, Josh Allen goes down or mm-hmm. I, I don't know. like Some team that's ready to win yeah, loses but, their starting okay. quarterback. The, the Ryan Tannehill goes down. Yeah. Right? Or I don't know if if it would be I'm just Kyler Murray goes down, mm-hmm. right? Something like that. Right. Are you not going to and and you may not have enough to where it even makes sense for the Packers in the first place to trade Rodgers, but that may be the best opportunity to bend a team over the barrel and say, all right, we're going to pillage you because yeah. you need a quarterback now. Where it's like you know already. Maybe the team who trades for him isn't going to keep him longer than that year. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what that means. If you trade for Aaron Rodgers because Kyler Murray is hurt, I, I don't know what happens the year after. Well, you see, probably have to do something with that. But I mean, you know, this is this is kind of I, I don't understand now. It's, it's just personal between Judah Gutekunst and, and and you know and A Rod. That's I mean it's just personal now. It has nothing to do with money because they offered him to be the highest paid quarterback. It has everything to do with that. You know, those two not well. A Rod's hatred for you know for the gm 
I mean, you can't well, get past that. It was a similar situation here in Philadelphia. I mean, the, the, right. You know, the Carson Wentz's trust in the front office and the direction of the team, the general manager and all that was shattered. And it, there was no walking it back. Maybe that's a similar situation. The, I mean, these days, I don't understand it, man, because, I mean, I, I was after free agency. You know what I'm saying? It was, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, it wasn't like in 85, 86, you know, where there was no free, really free agency. They could just hide you on a roster. But even still, you couldn't just out and out just say, I, I just don't like this guy and mm-hmm. just not play. I mean, where does this, where is this coming from? No, and it's it still doesn't happen that way today. Only with certain players in certain positions. Well, now it's, it's not crazy. like the NBA where they can they just really control the league. Well, I mean, you look at you know you look at the cornerback position. Even cornerbacks are trying to do it now. Yeah, you know, and, and getting away with it. You know what I mean? I mean, this this is crazy that players are wielding this much power now. They have a lot more power. Yeah, a lot do. more. You know, I mean, Jalen Ramsey got out of. You know, Jacksonville. I mean, how do you do that? He just, all right, I'm not going to play. And didn't play. Oh, I got an injury. I'm not going to play. That is crazy to me. Ridiculous. Yeah. But, you know, I can't be mad. I mean, they're getting their money. You know, I'm still pissed off right now that, you know, Big V got for, you know, 50 million for five years. Big yeah, V got that I, much. I know, I know. If dude, if I were you, that would get that would wake me up in the middle Bro, of the night. It's, it's like a just it's just like a, a needle in my eye, man. That's, that's, needs, that's, man. that's a knife in your back. <laughs> right. yeah. Seriously. Fifty million for five Boss years. This lady's like, man, I could well, I could have spent that fifty million. <laughs> Big time. Oh, man. But fifty million, bro. And he's yeah. barely even starting. I know. He's just trying to keep his job. I know. Come on, man. It's this ridiculous. I get pissed off, man. I remember sitting down talking to Guy Mack about that. He said his first year, this guy, you know, he's a pro bowler and everything. His first year, he made 90 grand. Wow. His first year. Wow. 90 grand. As a pro bowler. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. I, I'd, I'd be I'd be hot too, man. I mean, he's just giving money away, man. But, I mean, they're – Oh, I, I'm I'm just irritated, bro. That just, now, I, that just I saw me. that uh, Mark McMillan uh, reached yeah, out to you guy? on Twitter. One of our videos that uh, that Xander puts together on the Jacob Media uh, Twitter feed, you know, sent out you know a, a video of us talking about something football yesterday, and he commented on it. He goes, "That's my guy." To you, I didn't even see it, bro. See, Barrett <laughs> doesn't even notice this stuff. Unbelievable. <laughs> Like of all things, we were thought you know maybe you'd be like, all right, come on, yeah. What was his nickname again? Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse. Yeah. So come yeah. on, man. What's going on here? Anytime you want him, man. Anytime. Yeah. Let's get him. Anytime. At when? Twelve thirty. <laughs> I'm texting him right now. Twelve thirty. Here we go. Eagles Chiefs, nineteen ninety All Madden team. Really? Yeah, that's what it says on his Twitter. Uh, Hey, bio ESPN Las Vegas NFL insider. Yeah, right now. That's what it says. Oh, there's plenty to talk about. Are you kidding me? Yeah. We got to get this thing going here. I'm on it right now. He's a Bama guy, too, right? Oh, yeah. That's why he, I think Kale retweeted it. Oh, yeah. He follows Kale. They follow each other because they're all Bama. Right. Well, Nick Kale's phone goes off like anytime Bama is mentioned anywhere. Did he go there? No. No, no. Kidding me? Probably went to like <laughs> Chippensburg or he's been to the state once. 
Right. He went to and a Bama, through it. Uh, Auburn game. No, he went to the Auburn Alabama game a couple years ago, and that was it. What is that? The Iron Bowl? Yeah, the Iron Bowl. Yeah. 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 That's I did the with that I did a couple of those games, man. It's unreal. Yeah. Yeah. He's a fan because his father was a fan. That's oh, it. okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So it was passed down. Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize that. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's a fraud. Yeah, that's that's tough, man. That's a tough way, right? That's all. Because it's hard. Like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna not root for the the team, your dad, but shouldn't you also be rooting for the teams and where your child lives? Like not you personally, but your child. Yeah. I'm not, you know, like if I lived in, if I had to move for a job, which is not happening to Denver or to Tallahassee, mm-hmm. I'm not raising my kid as a fan of what's local there. Why wouldn't you? Why not? Because I've moved into it as opposed to like where he's born. He's born here. Yeah, but he can't help that. Maybe he didn't want to be born here. That's (laughs) nothing I can do about that. I can't go back and change time. I didn't want to be born here. I was. Well, now you're in. My oldest three kids. My oldest three kids. Well, my oldest son. He's a Kansas City Chiefs fan because he was, you know, he was raised out there. But um, my my two daughters, they're Eagles fans because they were, you know, born here and everything. Now my son. Because he started liking football around the same time that I was playing for Pittsburgh as a Pittsburgh fan, and my and my daughter, my youngest daughter's a Pittsburgh fan, so it's like mixed up in my household, bro. Totally mixed up. Mm. Like my son, you know, he, he's he's a huge um, Steeler fan because I used to bring him to practice, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> Troy Palomalo and and, and uh, a couple other guys, Chris Kimawatu, threw him in the cold war, whirlpool. He wow. froze him to death, and then picked him out like this, picked him out. And they put them in a hot whirlpool, and they were dunking them back and forth. Wow, Casey Hampton. That's you know abuse. That's abuse. <laughs> Seriously, no, he a- loved it, man. He AJB, loved it. AJB on the stream is is conflating. Uh, he says, "I thought it was because his wife went to Bama." He's thinking of Lombardo, who's a huge Penn State, State honk because ah. his wife went to Penn State. Lombardo didn't go to Penn State. Got it. Okay, I didn't realize that. I thought he yeah. did go to Penn State. No. And there's fraudulence all around here. All around. Fraudulence, <laughs> fraudulence, fraudulence all around. I mean, seriously, this is terrible. <laughs> this is terrible. Honestly, I didn't realize you can get away with stuff like that. I thought I mean, the, like the honks and the family would would be like, nah, you know, you haven't you haven't lived up to this. Right. You're you're not you're not authentic. Yeah, you're a bandwagoner. I, right. I mean, Lombardo just this isn't like marrying into you know, money or a golf course. Right. You know, you got to spend <laughs> like years. some people do. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. You, you know, you got to spend years right. suffering as a fan. Right. You got to pay your initiation fees, man. Yeah. You know, <laughs> got to make it happen, man. My uh, like I said, man, my son loved it. Loved it. Yeah, that's awesome. You know what I'm saying? Loved it. And then um, he just can't. I mean, that's all he it's all he talks about. Steelers this, Steelers that. Well, the Steelers right. got uh, Melvin Ingram yesterday. Right. No. Signed no. him. That's a nice little pickup. That's you know, a for huge a year. pickup. Yeah. Huge for him. You know, they lose Man, Bud Dupree, and they, they get Ingram in there. And then they're going to have a rookie line. Well, he's not a rookie. He's a second-year linebacker now. They, they're going to be good on defense again. Again. Ingram went to three back. Pro Bowls, I think, with the Chargers. No question. I loved him coming I'm out of South Carolina that oh, year yeah. he was in college. 
Oh yeah, that was when I was doing a show with Baldy. We, we I gushed over him pre-draft <laughs> multiple <laughs> days. Well, you were right to. Oh, yeah. was going. You were fawning at that. Fawning, point? yeah. I was almost like it was almost like a Gargano fawn. Just like this. Oh, boy. yeah. <laughs> All right, he's gonna jump on at twelve thirty. Oh look. yeah, look at this. Do we need to send him? Send him an invite. Send, send him an email. Link. Already done, man. Already oh, done. Look, look at you. Already done, man. It. Come on, man. He's wearing Come his on, purple man. today. This is, is this a Kansas State homage day? No, no. This is this is my fraternity right here. This is for oh, my fraternity. Oh, yeah. But um, but like I said, and and, and you know, I used. Let me go back. Let me go. Yeah, there we go. Let me go back because you know they were kind of picking on me early on in the, uh, in the show. Let me see what this is. Talking about you know have I, have I used any of the numbers that I have from the golf event? All oh, I saw business. that on the stream. I saw yeah, that. They're all, yeah, they're all in it now. Come on, now don't start trouble. Just start trouble you, early in the morning. Man. These guys are these guys are keeping an eye on you. They're making you work. <laughs> this is crazy, man. <laughs> Dang on. Now, are you putting in the bet in right now, Aton? Is that what you're up oh, to? No, oh, no, John no. Shelton. That's what it was. John Shelton. You know, we have just uh, an hour and twenty minutes. On the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right. Now we have the finals tonight. A little bit of a letdown on Thursday, but it's still bettable. It's still playable. The 3M, right? Yeah, that's uh that's kind of one of those tournaments where you kind of suspect that the big name guys might have little interest in making the weekend. Right. You know, I know it's an, it's a tough trek back in your private jet, you know, back <laughs> right, from right. Uh, England to Minnesota. Right. But, the, you know, they might have little interest and be like, you know what, if I miss the cut on Friday, I'm good. <laughs> so. Well, okay. You know, that's something where like, we should probably factor that in, right? Mm-hmm. Like, who's going to purposely, Miss the cut. Yeah, you know, I'm sure Louis Ustazen's back is hurting him right now because yeah. of what you know went on uh, last week. He'd probably have little interest. I think his soul is probably hurting a little more. Yeah, that too. That well, too. maybe he wants to get back. You know, you know. Sometimes you after 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 a bad loss like that, you you want to get back into it. You want to you know, yeah. want to wipe it off, man. You want to just you know wipe the cobwebs off. You know, he was just a little rusty then. You know, traveling over over the pond and you know being out there. He's like, you know what? I need to come back and just jump right into it. You know, he travels with his own mattress. No. Like his back is so screwed up and could go out at any moment that he brings his own mattress wherever he goes. What? Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's fact. That's like Larry Bird level. I know. No, that's Tiger level. Tiger used to do the same thing. That is crazy. You know, um, like NASCAR drivers, they live the life, man. Private jets, helicopters, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? They're 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 right. they're you know their buses are like you know unbelievable, unbelievable. Better than better than my home. Right. How they got them uh, you know put together. Yeah, they live of, the life. A lot of the golfers do too. There's a there's a That's good right. twenty yep. or thirty of them that are That's right. really I raking it in. With your own hyperbaric chamber. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like <laughs> T.O. T.O. Yeah. Yes. T-O. Is it travel? 
Like I got this pack and play thing where I just push one button and pull a strap up. And this thing that's like a portable crib turns into something that I could just walk around. It's all folded and easy. And it's one button and one strap. Like there's got to be some sort of hyperbaric chamber like that, right? Where you push a button, the thing unfolds, you right. get in and you get out. Well, T.O. had T.O. had that. And he brought around his, his own um, masseuse slash whatever you want to call him, uh, you know, trainer. He used to fly him on a plane with the team. Mm-hmm. Didn't doesn't Deshaun Watson want to do that wherever he goes? <laughs> I mean, really, they should just get him one just, uh, just, massage just, yeah. therapist, and that's yes. it. Yeah, and that's just, it's like an employee of the team. It's his own right, person. Right, he can't work on anybody else. I don't know if they want to work on anybody else. Exactly. <laughs> no. Hey, go wash your hands. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Go wash your hands. That's exactly. <laughs> Oh, boy. No, but you brought up, like, if a team has an injury at quarterback in the month of August, like, you know, depending on what's – what is going to happen with him over the next 30 days to Sean Watson? Is Not, there going to be anything that's going to go on? No, that's what I'm saying. I mean, a conclusion? They, they can't rush the courts. It's the courts. And so everything closed with COVID and all that. You know, they're just starting to open back up. Charges still. What would you say? Allegations. 22? 22, yeah. It's a new definition of the all 22, all right? Mm -hmm. That's what we've got right now. This guy, so I don't know how, unless this is all rolled up into like one class action suit and that gets dismissed, and I'm not a lawyer, we need Dan Lust on for this, but, you know, maybe we should check in with Dan just to get an update because there's so much to, look, the Eagles were linked multiple times to Deshaun Watson. So maybe it is worth talking to Dan, yeah. Watson, who is our in-house sports media or sports legal analyst. Maybe he has something. Yeah. I mean, John McMullen just wrote another piece about it on Philly voice. This Deshaun Watson stuff just doesn't go away. McMullen just fanning the flames, mm-hmm. man. Seriously. It'd be, it'd be too much like, right, man. We got too much stuff hovering over us right now. We have a black cloud of our sports right now. So, I mean, until we see that little sunshine, a ray of sunshine, I don't believe that he'll be back to help us out at all, ever. Yeah, He's I got a black I mean, cow, man. I feel like Damian Lillard has a more likely chance of coming here than Deshaun Watson at this point. Yep. Yep. You know, I, it's, just, it's hard, man. It's hard to really come you around. Do? Yeah. Well, he doesn't mean he, at this point, he, yeah. I don't know. I mean, do the, do the Sixers have three first round draft picks? No, that, that's my point is I don't see either of them coming. And I, and I feel oh. way more confident in saying it's definitely not going to be Deshaun. Why? Like there's a non-zero percent chance that Damian Lillard is traded here. I will concede that there's a, in my mind and opinion, there is a zero percent chance based off of everything external and internal, both what Watson's going through and what Barrett mentioned here that I don't see it happening. I also don't think that they that they are going to throw everything in the kitchen table, and if anything, they could be used as a leverage partner. Well, they won't even they won't even um he won't even play this year. Period. Yeah, there's no way he plays. How can I, he play? I'm starting to think that too, man. The entire season. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he plays the entire season. Or now, what's the? We'd have to look at the specifics of it. He may start on the commissioner's exempt list. And maybe by like week six or so, this is cleared up. I don't know how fast he comes back to the team, but here's another thing. And, and look, this goes back to 
what we were just talking about, about the golfers coming overseas after a, a tough loss to Jalen Ramsey with that injury. If you are Deshaun Watson and you've been out for 10 weeks because of what's going on off the field and you come back, are you rushing to come back to a team that's one and nine at that? No, point? right. No, exactly. Exactly. You know, I mean, honestly, if you're Watson, maybe you go back to your lawyers and say, all right, how can we walk this line of continuing to fight and injunction this and that to make sure that I'm still on the exempt list? Like, I'll sacrifice money this year if it means not having to go back to that hellhole in Houston. Well, yeah, well, he doesn't want to go back there, but you don't want to. I mean, if you're an athlete, you know your window is only lasts so long. He'd be sacrificing an entire season in his prime. Right. And also, he's when you're on that list, you don't get paid. He didn't on, get that on the commissioner's list. Yeah, he yeah. didn't get paid. Right. So there's, I mean, it's not like he got a lot of money coming in. He has no money coming in, but he's made money. But still, that's all. Man, that's spends a lot on mas one. massages. Now we know. You know? Do you think he's? You think he's going massageless right now? He has to be, man. Really? He has to be, man. He has. He's an addict. Oh, yeah, he's addicted true. to the massage. Yeah, no, true. he's not addicted to the massage. He's addicted to what they want. He wants them to do. Well, well, that, that's I think what I'm Harry, calling yeah. that the massage. Yeah, that's all get, encompassed. get a girlfriend, bro. <laughs> what the hell, man? Get a girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Wife wanted a masseuse up. I mean, whatever you got to do, bro, just leave it alone, man. Look, and, and here's the thing. Why a masseuse, right? right? Dwayne Haskins is asking money back from an Instagram model that he allegedly paid for sex. So why can't like. Just do that and know that sex is kind of like fruit where you can't really return it. Who asked so, for money back? When you get your teeth broken in by your wife, right? But <laughs> what's the money going to do? Right. I'm serious. Nobody asked refund? for money back. Yeah. He did. He said 100, 200. <laughs> He's an idiot. How much? What's the donation? Yeah. Like Sometimes that, right? you just got to let it alone, man. Exactly. Leave it alone, bro. How much do you think she charged him? Right? <laughs> like, she's probably on an escort site charging Ari or, you know, the average individual, what, yeah. a thousand? Yeah. But she knows that she could, like, you talk about the upsell, man. You mm. guys out there with big money are the easiest upsells out there. You know, well, right. when like, you have hey, big money, dollars because you know because you know he'll do it. Thousand dollars to him is like three hundred to us. Sure, we'll put one hundred, two hundred, three hundred. But you're paying for a convenience, man. That's what I'm saying. You're paying for a convenience. So I mean, some guys will pay whatever for that convenience. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there's 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 hey. for some guys there's no. Hey. You're right. You add the addiction in on top of the convenience, and all of a sudden you got Dwayne Haskins asking for money back like a yo-yo, going yeah. up and down and up and down. Like You can't refund that. Between what I saw him uh, do with the Washington football team and now this news, like this guy must be one of the like the dumbest guys in sports. No question. Who no asks question. for a refund and thinks you're going to get it back? Wow. Seriously. Wow. If I'm the Steelers, I'm like, how can we get rid of this guy? Yeah. Already. <laughs> well, they that, just yeah. got him snap get rid of him. Remember? Yeah. That's crazy, oh, man. man. Now we know what he was doing here in that strip club where he got nailed as a member of Washington still. Remember? Yep. That's when why he, he got, got cut. Out. Yep. Yep. And we thought it was just because he was bouncing around without a mask. I think they found out, like, hey, man, you can't spend your rookie contract on one woman here. 
where you're ups, you're getting ups. I think where was it? Club Fifty Five down there. It, yeah, that's still in existence. It, why not? For the purposes <laughs> of this conversation, why not? But at the end of the day, what, look at look at the organization itself, Washington. They, what can they say? You know what I'm saying? They were they had their cheerleaders flying out and and giving personal favors to yeah, to, you know, made roller, per- uh, I mean, come on, advertisers, season yeah. ticket holders. Yeah. So who are they to say anything about that? How right. can they say? And they're they're not really a moral standard, right? Dan exactly. Snyder, are they? Exactly, exactly. Wow. So at the end of the day, man, that organization was just messed up, anyways. And then, but come on, you sometimes you just got to be quiet, man. Just just <laughs> let it ride, just let it ride. Pass because yeah. he what? Hey, can I get a refund on that? What? I read that story. I had to read it three times because I didn't understand it. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was like a fake news story from Ron Culver, right? He, Double he, in. He asked for a refund, like goods and services had already been transferred, rendered. Yes, exactly. So, what's the actual refund on? That's what I'm. I'm trying to figure that out. What was the what? What made him think that he was there a the guaranteed satisfaction level that he was uh, <laughs> planning to achieve, and he, he kind of didn't hit the mark? That's something you need to take up immediately. Yeah. Hey, uh, hey, hey, I know you said this was a guaranteed 9.5 on the Richter scale. I only got a six. Hey, so I need some money back. But don't you need to stop early? Like you can't go through it all. I think that, unfortunately, that's like breaking something in the store. If you go all the way and you finish, if you You bought it, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I mean, look, you can't return the pit. Of a peach after eating it, right? <laughs> that is a great analogy. Yeah. What the hell is going on with this kid, man? Seriously. That might be oh, the worst God. story for individually for anybody in the end. See, this is why we need something like this stuff to pop up in this time. Otherwise, we're stuck talking about the Phillies' futures and this new kid that the Flyers traded for. Yikes. Ellis? Yeah. Not Rob Ellis. I'd rather uh, talk to Rob Ellis. <laughs> Well, it's just right. we let go, man. Ryan Ellis is a pretty good player. He is a good player. He's but, a good player. Okay, you know. And the guy they let go, Nolan Patrick, I don't think he was ever going to achieve anything. Second here. overall pick. I know. Big time you know. underachiever. He's supposed yes. to be the, you know, the second coming. What did, what happens Weak. to him? Yep. Weak. He gets headaches, Uh-oh. man. Headaches. Scott Foster and Tony Brothers are officiating this game tonight. Is that right? Yep. I'm telling you, something about this is off. I don't like it. You gotta fa- you gotta fade CP3, dog. What do you think? Him, you think the streak gets broken tonight? Yeah, I I don't know. They, way too many hands. Way too many cooks in the kitchen here with mm-hmm. brothers and Foster up there manipulating. This, I don't like that. A, too many oh, hands. No. That's a that's yeah. an Eagles song. <laughs> did Good Don song. Henley write that or? Uh, I think he did. He had part of that. Who oh, did my the majority of writing for them? Was it Henley? Henley and Fry, both. Okay. Just just checking. I didn't know that. All right. We got to take a quick one here. I did reach out to – I never heard back. I did reach out to Scoop, see if he had a couple of minutes to jump on with everything going on tonight. Hey, what are we going to talk about with, uh, with, with, with Mighty Mouse, man? Mark. Oh, I'm sure we can find something football-related, right? <laughs> right? I'm right, making back. sure we're good. Uh, 12.30. It's the middle. <laughs> I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. 
But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. (laughs) Bro. This show could have went real, real left, real quick. What's that? Could have went left real quick. What do you mean? With this conversation. That was, it's actually um, Randy Meisner and Don Felder wrote that song. So it wasn't Henley uh, or uh, Glenn Fry. Not Henley at all. No. Now, Kevin Kincaid and, and uh, Twitter conversation about the boring press conference with your Oh, uh, with Ryan Ellis? Yeah. See, yeah. I told you, man. Nobody's excited about these guys, man. Well, hockey players are very rarely great talkers. Hey. That, I mean. What, what does that do for me? Nothing. You want me to get excited about somebody in July who's not playing for months? Come in and spin something. Yeah, no, I agree. 
or wear some stupid shirt like Bryce Harper did his first day. But are you really surprised? Oh, no, no, no. Nor do I really. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest with you. We got the expansion draft coming up uh, tomorrow night, isn't it? What sport? Hockey for the Kraken. Okay. Yeah, for the Kraken. That's right. Kraken, man. What already happened? No. You had to expose players. You had to put players on a list. We'll put Voracek on the list. Yes. And (laughs) Carey Price is on the list, too, with the Canadiens, the goaltender. He's very expensive, though. Been injured of late. I doubt. I doubt they pick him. Uh, they think the same thing with Voracek. Very expensive. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, you see what happened with uh with L.A. I mean, um, not L.A. But um, uh, when when they had expansion draft for Vegas, and they picked up everybody's great players, and they ended up going to the Cup. So yeah. Maybe it's another opportunity. I don't know. It's a good question. All right, we're back with our second hour here. See if uh, anybody's got back to us. And then, oh, Mark McMillan that did. That's right. He's going to join us in just under an hour. A lot yep. happening here. We're back in six on top. Yep. There we go. Now what? <laughs> Man, I'm just sitting back. I was um, I was I was thinking last night. You know, it was my um, my grandson's birthday, and um, we went to Dave and Buster's, and I was oh, just, yeah. I was in there and you know watching all these kids running around and everything else, and uh, you know a couple kids looked like they had colds and all that stuff. So I'm trying to watch you know watch him running around and thinking you know COVID this COVID that. Well, if everything opens up, you know, what I'm saying and things go the direction it's going like with the, with the basketball team, I mean, will this be another one of those years? Are they gonna close everything up again? No, I think I think it's all uh, BS. Because <laughs> I think they know it's we're getting close to school time, and they, mm-hmm. the school teachers are trying to put the hammer down. Yep, I think well, that's California, a lot of it. Yeah, California. You know, even if you're vaccinated, you have to wear a mask now. Yeah. So what's the point of getting the vaccine if you still got to wear a mask? <laughs> right. Seriously. Right. Does does right. the vaccine protect against these so-called variants? Nope. Nobody really knows. Well, There's a lot of misinformation out there. People acting like they're freaking doctors. Well, I'm not trying to hear it. That's why I just sit in my basement and watch. Then don't watch the news. <laughs> I go two places. I go to my golf club and I go to the liquor store. That's it. <laughs> if everybody just followed that, we'd be fine. Everybody be happy, huh? <laughs> now, now, did you see this about uh, Shoei Otani? No. Since Fanatics, uh, the, the brand Fanatics, which is owned by our buddy Ruben. Your buddy. Yes. He used to live. He used to be your neighbor, Aton, yeah. Michael hey, Rubin. Never done shit for me. Maybe he's your buddy. Since Fanatics started well, selling Otani's memorabilia last week, he became quickly the number one athlete on the site. His sales outranked the number two Major League Baseball player 10 times over. Well, who's the number one baseball player? He's number one. Um, before he was number one. Uh, good question. It doesn't say that here, but I could probably look Trout. that up. Might be Trout. Yeah, who knows? Uh, who else could it be? Maybe a, a pitcher? Mm. Um, would Garrett Cole? Judge with the Yankees or Judge? Uh, judge may be up there. I would I would say Judge would be a good guess too. My guess is it's one of the two with Trout or Judge. 
Yeah. Um, not Harper. <laughs> but he's he's out he's outpacing the number two player ten times over, and he received a one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for competing in the home run derby. But according to the Orange County Register out in California, he distributed that money to thirty individual trainers, clubhouse workers, and media relations personnel. So he gave all the money that he earned from the home run derby away to people. It's a good dude. Man. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah. it's a good dude. Not I mean, bad. Deshaun Watson did the same thing. He did. He went in and um, I, I forget what his first. I think his first bonus that he got. He went in and all the you know all the people that worked around the facility, like the oh, people okay. that cooked and all that stuff. He went in and, and and gave them all like ten grand a piece. Wow, that's are life changing sure? money to some some right. folks. Say, are you, you sure that wasn't all given in masseuses instead? Yeah. Like we need to go a little deeper dive on that report about where it's that too much deeper diving going on with him at this point. We yeah. need to either deep and dive in alone. Yeah. <laughs> this this what is wrong with this dog? No, I, I, I just can't get past, bro. You you're rich. You're young. Good looking dude. You're one of the best at your your craft. Right. You yeah. you're, you're a star. You're in Texas. Come on, man. It's wild man. It's wild. Seriously. I mean, pay for it, bro. You ain't gotta force nobody to do anything you don't want them to do, man. And that, that's that's what that's what pisses me off, bro. You, you're rich. You I can know. do. Oh man, what, is, what is that? What kind of an entitlement is that, Barry? Right. That mindset, right. you know. Right. That's exactly that, right? I think so. Right. Come on, man. Terrible. Get out of here, bro. That's I mean, that's this ridiculous, man. I don't understand it, man. Why? Well, that's like Sharper, man. Darren Sharper. Oh. Well, yeah, oh, that's dude, cool. put it like this, man. I, you know, I was Cosby level there. Yeah, that's it was, bro. I was worse. I, I was I was in Green Bay with him. Yeah, played in Green Bay with nobody him, had you know? any idea. Nope. No, but I I always wondered. Like we used to go out to clubs out there, and um, he always had bodyguards. I'm like, why the hell does he have bodyguards? And was Appleton? Mm. What are you protecting? Wisconsin, yourself? yeah, Appleton, Wisconsin. What is in Appleton? West? you're taller than everybody in Appleton. You know what I'm saying? You're stronger than everybody in Appleton. Come on, man. What do you need bodyguards yeah. for? Yeah. This is the darnest thing I've ever seen in my life. I now know why know. now. Now you know. And knowing it half the battle. That's G.I. Joe there, but knowing it's half the battle. Yeah. I cannot believe that, bro. I couldn't believe it, man. He's still in jail now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had the world. He had the world right there, man. Get anything he wanted, man. He could buy anything he wanted, but he didn't, chose to. Didn't he on, keep bro. Favre out of the Super Bowl that year with the Vikings? Yeah, <laughs> he was with the Saints then. Didn't he make that pick in that playoff game? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what it was, wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Number forty-two. On, I, I I have no time for stuff like that, man. I have no time for that. You know, so I can understand. You know, I mean, you're not always going to get along with your spouse. You know what I'm saying? So. Right. You know, if you guys have, you know, stuff that you guys do, I understand that. But not not when you're young and you're you're single and you got the world, you know, by the cojones, man. And you can mm -hmm. do what you want to do. And then you're going to turn around and do something stupid like this. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. They say no, no means no. Exactly right. (laughs) No means no. It doesn't mean, well, maybe since you're the quarterback of the Houston (laughs) Texans, I can make an exception. Right. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studio. Wow. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May. All right, the second hour underway here, and I do have the number. Chris Paul is 0 for his last 12 playoff games, officiated by Scott Foster, the 12th coming game three of the NBA Finals. So this man might single-handedly be, or at least have the most to do with Scott Foster or pardon me, Chris Paul and the sun's going down. I mean, Scott Foster's probably already celebrating with bucks players ahead of time. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. He's (laughs) got a burner phone that goes right to Budenholzer, right? It's one of those burner phones you got in a wire where it was like, all right, this is programmed for you. There's only one number in it. You right. Call me every three hours to make sure you're still on the road. You know, like one of these phones that, that he has where the only number goes to Budenholzer, uh-huh. right? something like that. And he's just like, we good. That's it. Right. Like, that's the only text he sent today in the morning to Budenholzer. We good. Next thing you know, bucks by 12 tonight. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm staying away. It, well, it's, it's an unpredictable variable. What are you going to do? You're just going to pound the Suns? Uh, are you going to pound the Bucks minus five? Yeah, I mean, you know, that, that's probably be a money line play, but I don't want to risk 200. I tell you, all right, this is the play tonight. You ready? This is the play. We'll go a little smaller on the market just for you. But what makes the most sense, right? And this is what I always try to look at narrative behind number of course if, if the number is not there then everything is all bets are off in this case no pun intended or pun intended but what i would look at is what we just talked about okay chris paul backs to the wall elimination game you've got the worst possible combination of a referee official in brothers slash foster really foster first so it's a foregone conclusion 
that the Suns are going to lose this game tonight. Where can you find some value? Where would be the moment in which everybody who has pounded the Bucks are scared bleepless because their money is on the line right now? I think it's the first quarter. I think the Suns coming out and winning the first quarter at plus 110. Affected oh. the ability. Jeez, that was quick. Sorry about that. Here's, here's what I would do. I'd lay the two and a half at 200. There's the value for you. All right. Three of the first quarters, two and a half. Yes. Well, that's the winning margin, right? So oh. you, you, it's a three-way play where, and this, I love this three-way play in the first quarter. It's either team minus two and a half, neither team minus two and a half. And instead of just taking the Suns on the money line, what I would do is I would lay a unit or whatever on the Suns minus two and a half first, first quarter. quarter at plus 200. That's pretty good. That's great. Now, here's what I could see that. Three of the five games, the, the road team has covered the first quarter minus two and a half ATS. Mm-hmm. Three of the five games. Right. And it was a three-game stretch. And this is a backs to the wall. This is the this is it. So yeah. you would you would you would hope the Suns come out, you know, ablaze. Pardon the pun. I uh, know. <laughs> yeah. Bro, it, like, you know, Booker. Is this like con- it's a conspiracy theory? Now, why why would the NBA do this if they if they know if, if we know the trend? Why would the NBA do this then? I mean, there's other you know. Well, got to work. Can- yeah, you know, like he's part of a union. You can't just say no. That's a lawsuit, man. Come on, man. Come on now. This has got to be conspiracy theory. This is where we get this from. Well, the man. NBA always has conspiracy Absolutely. theories. I mean, Absolutely. That's ridiculous. You know, is he a rogue official? Right, right. Exactly. You know, that's how uh, Stern described Donaghy. Donaghy. Yeah, that that's how I, I guarantee you. That's how this is. This is uh, Adam yeah. Silver already has a statement ready. <laughs> Why well, we can't control any alleged personal bias? We stand by the record of Mister Scott Foster. Well, well, what? Who's the who's that ref for, for the Eagles? Every time the Eagles, you know, he always let them get beat up, and you know, a quarterback gets knocked out the game because this guy just lets him do whatever he can do. Who was that uh, ref? Was it Bill Vinovich? Hmm. Forget. Let me see. Vinovich is a is a guy that's notoriously uh, connected to underdogs and unders in games that he refs. Who is this? Foster? No, Vinovich in the NFL. Oh. Not Marinovich. No, that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Marinovich. Yeah, Marinovich. Packers. Packers Marinovich. Yep. All right. As soon as we get Mark on, I'm gonna step out for a sec. But you guys will be good. We'll be back. All right. But what are we doing with the network then? It'll be on. Like you guys will be. I'll I'll bring you back on. I'm only going to step out for uh, 120 seconds. Oh, I thought you were disappearing (laughs) for a while. No, I'm I'm going to bounce. You guys will have to handle OT. I just need that extra 10 minutes because she's already on her way. Mm. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Now, where are you today? You said you're on the road, right, Harry? No, that's Thursday. Thursday no, after yeah. Thursday. Friday, I'll be on the road. I'm going to so take off day. after the show Thursday, immediately after. I'm going to pack the microphone 
and the um, the computer and head to the car. Now, here's the big question. Will your green screen make the trip? No. Oh, man. No. Not loading the green screen. <laughs> and this is this this vacation. This, you know, you're just taking some time, right? Well, I'm going up to see my sister. Yeah, man. That's that's. You know? But it's that's not vacation time. if he's working. No, I mean I'm going to do the shows. Oh, no, yeah. You can't. I mean, we're we're like curing cancer here on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. You can't skip a show. No. no. It, huh? Well, I think it, it. Look, if you're up there in Hamden, Connecticut, then isn't that where you said you're headed? Groton. Groton. Okay, not terribly far. Not potatoes all Groton. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, if you're in that area of basically anywhere outside of southwest Connecticut, which is like Stamford yeah. to Bridgeport, Fairfield, you better pack your own activity kit, right? Like, you better be good with either doing nothing or being outside somewhere. Well, there's nothing there. else to do out there. It's on the coast, and there's a golf course uh, a oh, block away. You buried the lead. We didn't know you were going to go up there and play golf. Of course. What's the course? You I don't go anywhere out? anymore unless I can play golf. Okay. Okay. I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah. Now, where, what do you got? What course? So we it's get called Shenacosset. Not Shenacock. No, it's a Donald Ross course. Oh, I love Donald Ross. Yeah. Donald Ross has done, isn't that the Jeffersonville, Donald I, Ross? Yes, I've played it, it a few times already. It's nice. Wow. Public, this is too. Beach, public yeah. course. Beach, this, uh, got a private man. beach club access. Wow. Yeah, yeah right? Time. Yeah, you've been doing a big Burying this. He's going up to live like a star. We didn't even know this. Well, what, what do you think I'm going to do? I thought you were going to sit in some house and, and watch television. That's why you're going to visit your sister. She can play golf, huh? That's what it is. Look, I forget I've spent years in Connecticut, all right, Uh all over from north central to southwest. Right. Great squat to do in that state. I can't stand driving up that I 95, though. That's the worst. Yeah. Once you get past Bridgeport, it kind of opens up a little bit. Yeah. Right, 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 right. But that stretch from going across the GWB Uh, to Bridgeport is just death. The worst. Do you want a shortcut? There's a shortcut. So, yeah, take the Deegan, which is 87. Yeah, it's 87. Expressway. As soon as you get off the GW, you'll see an exit for the Deegan. Take right. the Deegan North, mm-hmm. and that will open up. You'll fly all the way to through like Cross County. What does that take That's you to like, the Merritt Parkway? It does. Yeah, but it, there's a connector. That connector will also take you to 95 if you need to. So you can also take the Deegan all the way up to 287 which mm-hmm. is that connector up there, which is by like uh, Elmsford, that Westchester. Okay, Westchester so County. You'll always have, le- as soon as you get out of like right in the city by the bridge, you will always have less traffic on the Deegan than you will 95. Hmm. So okay. just, keep, just keep an eye on that. Your GPS may not like it, but if there's traffic on the Cross Bronx, which they're yeah, always which usually it's it's a nice little way to get out. Now you have to like you know your car. You have to like who you're with. You have to like what you're listening to. You may be on there for an extra five minutes as far as like distance, but you'll always be moving. Right. So that's the thing. I, I got to keep moving. Yep. I'm the same way. Yeah. I, I don't care if I got to drive an extra ten miles, but if I'm still moving the whole time and I'm not stuck in traffic, it's much better. Bro, it, it doesn't matter what time. I, I remember I was coming home from Bristol. It's three o'clock in the yeah. morning, and the GW was packed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Traffic jam, packed yeah. right there. Every single time I go past there, 
It never fails. Never yeah. fails. Right by three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I can just see this. I'm taking Aton's Deegan Express when somehow something goes terribly wrong, and I end up somewhere in the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like that scene out of Bonfire of the Vanities. <laughs> just don't get off at Jerome. Uh, Right. All right. Whatever you do, don't get <laughs> off at Jerome. Right. Get off at Jerry. You'll be you'll you'll be better at Jerry than Jerome. Okay. <laughs> now you know that area has, has look <laughs> South Bronx has just been depreciated forever, and it's unfortunate. And I I don't think as even gentrification kind of skipped over there. But right off the highway, you'll be okay. You know, if you just have to walk around, I, I've had tires changed off there. You'll be fine. You know, if, if you, if you hit Van Cortland park, you went too far. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> Turn around. Turn around. Always get some white right one there, way. Man. Yeah. There's probably a white castle. There's a there. white castle right there, bro. Absolutely. Yeah. There is. And you know, um, there's a white castle and it's not checkers, but it's one of those, like what we don't have here in Philly type things. Maybe it is checkers. Oh no, it's a chicken spot. And it's, is it churches? I can't remember. Churches, yeah. I don't know if it's an actual church, but there's a really good chicken spot there too, next to the White mm. Castle. I'm telling you, man. Harry, if you get lost, at mm. least you know at you'll least I'll be eating good. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> right. That's great. I'm jealous. I'm I might jealous. make that trek up, might make that trek up the, the turnpike, man. Go give me some White Castles, man. Right off edge of seven. Is that the closest way? Yeah. Right off edge yeah. of seven. Wait a Exit second. seven of the Jersey Turnpike. Yeah, right over there, like you're going to um, Six Jackson, Flags, like a great adventure. Yeah, yep, great adventure. Yep, Six Flags, great adventure. Yeah. Get off there, you go down. Got to get some White Castles. You know what? I am going to get some White Castles today. <laughs> wow, that's all that drive. The bug in you. An hour. It's, it's an hour up the road, an hour back. You would drive an hour for White Castles? Absolutely. Really? I do it at least once. Why don't a month. you just open up your own franchise near your house? <laughs> An hour they, each they way. They all closed. They Wait all closed. An hour each way. Each way. Oh, it's probably about fifty minutes. So yeah, an hour. Yeah, yeah. I'll go down. I used to see before before I had my boat. I used to go down there and go fishing in Point Pleasant and around the area right there all the time. And I just stop and give me some white castles there when I well, used to do that. If they close them all down, then there should. Be, I mean, isn't there an in opportunity? Philly. Yeah, but South Jersey. No, Barrett then, Brooks, the franchise owner. Uh, White Castle's here. Yeah, I need all the profit, man. <laughs> right, we just, I just put this out on Twitter. I, I, I need first off, I needed to blow you up. Second, I, I needed to hear how long people have ever driven for food for specific minutes. food. Yeah. yeah, yes, for 50, a burger joint. 50, Fifty, right? That's an hour. That's a long time, man. An hour is. is forty minutes. Yeah, well, you you, just like you said. Just, look, just just like you said, you gotta like the company you with. So me and my grandson might go up there and do that. Oh okay. yeah? yeah, a little quality time in the car. Hey, yeah, that's yeah. not bad. You get a little man to man there. Okay. Right? Well, not how rough. would you drive? How far would you drive for Skyline Chili? Oh, we got to play this, right? Yes. All right, let's do that now. Actually, yeah. Do we need the video for this or just the, the audio? video? Would help, but it's not imperative they're, what the video is is they're just oh, mixing up, they're it. mixing up the skyline chili at the at the the shop in the ballpark this is in cincinnati oh, no cincinnati. this is in cincinnati that's right okay so it's there Mets is Mets reds there's a place in dc uh is it ben's chili bowl right I'm not sure i'm not familiar with that and when i lived i was in dc for over two years and this place was hyped up like none other 
it's a bowl of just not good. And <laughs> people, and look, this wasn't like a cultural thing. This wasn't like a gender thing. This wasn't like a demographic thing. I knew people that looked completely different from all different walks of earth in a metropolis like DC. And it was the people from there. And it was the people that lived in like Bethesda or Silver Springs or Southwest just from this area. And they stood. Have you never heard of this place? It's I never the, heard it. It's no. the DC version of Skyline Chili. Okay. Yes. And if anybody, and the reason why I bring it up, we're in Philly. So it's, I think it's a lot easier for people who have been down to DC as opposed to maybe Cincinnati. And that's what I thought initially. So this is it. The roasting, right? Yeah. Gary uh, Cohen just goes in on Skyline Chili. This is the local delicacy known as Skyline Chili. So the low. driveway with the spaghetti and the beans and the cheese. Oh. Five way. First, the, uh, the disgusting chili gravy. That looks horrible. And what do you put on the onions? Do you put some mustard or something? Yeah. On that? Wait, wait a second. When you uh -oh. After the onions comes the cheese. Get back that's to what that. makes it the five there way. Here we go. There's the cheese. I put like 10 tons of, of shredded cheese on there. And this is supposed to be food that you actually eat. Now, does the cheese melt or is that... Uh, <laughs> Ronnie, Ronnie, have you ever had... Oh, my God. Hold on. I know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just take the game off in the event that that's a problem. Skyline Chili? I have not. I would recommend... Not well, no. You, you need to try everything once. Okay. okay. All right. If it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. Try it once, and then you'll never eat it again. Wow. Yeah. I love it. Oh, I love it. Wow. I lo now, look, that's a man who's had the chili. Oh, yeah. You can speak from experience when you see him going through the play-by-play -play of all that. That's mm -hmm. awful. Just terrible. <laughs> he said, he said, this is what, what do you say? This is why you would never want to try it again. Right, right. <laughs> Put the disgusting uh, chili sauce on top. He said, this is supposed to be edible. Right. <laughs> Pasta noodles, beans, know? chili sauce, cheese, oh. and onions. Oh, yeah, that was pretty good. I like that. It never like looked that. all that appetizing to me. No, you know, like when I was well, in Cincinnati, beans, yeah. I you know usually I will try something if if a certain town or something's known for something, I'll sample it. Like right. that pure Manny or whatever uh, sandwich. Manny brothers, yeah. Yeah. I had that. Yeah, I wouldn't have it again. No. Or, but I tried yeah. it. Right, right. I didn't even want to try the skyline chili. No, no, there's too much going on there. Look, I don't think you could be drunk, stoned, yacked, whatever it may be enough. I mean, you'd have to be in, in some sort of like completely different compromised state. state. Exactly. Yes. Like hallucinating, like right. totally hallucinating to where you're on a different planet. And this is what they happen to serve on planet X or Mars, wherever it may be. Right. Well, you mm -hmm. know, you go to different stadiums, you get different you know, delicacies. I understand. Right. Like when Cuisine. I went to, you know, don't do call a, that a delicacy, Barrett. Come on. You're right. a chef. Right, that, that was I forget was what they good. they called them in San Francisco at that park, AT&T Stadium at the time. I think it was a cha-cha bowl. They used to sell them out in the at the uh concession area out beyond center field. Yeah. And every game that I went to, I've been to a bunch of games there. Every game I had to have one because they were awesome. No, oh, really. Well, you look at um like going to LSU. Yeah. I'm at LSU. I have to get some some um some grilled alligator. Oh yeah, right. They I mean, put they it on a like, stick or something. Well, they, yeah. they have it on a rotisserie, and you can see the whole alligator spin on a rotisserie. Right. And you go up there and they just cut a piece of the tail off and give it to you. 
Wow. It's got to be seasoned, though, right? I mean, it's right. Pretty, I mean, it's seasoned. I've had it. It's pretty gamey. It's a no. This is amazing. This stuff is good. Well, I'm saying I mean, though, it's not like like it. Okay, I'm I'm just saying from the the alligator I had tasted a lot like, and again, this was this was cooked. It was seasoned. It tasted a lot like um, not not the taste of the fish. But mm-hmm. the texture of a cooked swordfish does that make sense? Mm. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. That's that's almost accurate. Um, like if you go to Papados, Papados has this fried alligator. alligator. Now that's good. That's very uh, very that good. That actually sounds mm. really good. You know, fried alligator. Wow. Yeah, that's that's I think the difference between the fried alligator and the chili bowl or whatever the hell that crap is out there in Skyline is it's like you have to get over if you have this out there you just have to get over this fear concern trepidation whatever you want to call it of eating something you normally don't which is alligator this the chili is all ingredients that we're familiar with it just doesn't add up no no. i I feel like you know it's it's probably way better to eat the alligator well, no question about that. No question. You ever see this thing? This is what I was thinking of when they put this together. I don't know. I've had this couple of buddies of mine from college. We're from Rochester, the the Rochester, Rochester, Rochester area. They they sound a lot like Chicago. Right. They do. There. They do. At uh, that Rochester. So they had this thing called the uh, the garbage plate. Have you heard of the garbage plate? I did. I have heard. Oh of that. my God! This is what it's. This is like I could see Barrett smoking a blunt. At 3 a.m. at Kansas State and ordering like six of these garbage plates. Wow. (laughs) Look, real quick before we break. It has first what you do is you have macaroni salad. Then you add home fries slash French fries covered, just smothered on top of the macaroni salad. Then it's some sort of cheese or some sort of like crushed hamburger patty or grilled hot dogs. And then there's meat sauce. On top of that, which is usually like an all beef chili, and mm. then that's covered with yellow mustard and onions and some ketchup. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, horrible. Like, you can't eat that sober. Why do you have to put mustard and ketchup in there? That's something that they do. This all Rochester uh, tradition. You know, uh, my uncle Paulie used to do that with the kielbasa. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta give Kevin Bloomfield a shout out here. He's uh, in on the bet. Don't sweat it, just bet it. All right, we're going to do that coming up. We got Bloomfield. Appreciate you, sir, on the Super Chat. Wait a second. I didn't see the Super Chat. Yeah, it's up there. All I saw was Don't sweat it. Just bet it. Hold on, hold on. I had to move to live. Bloomfield, thank you. All right, so Kevin Bloomfield with – wait, and Play Action Real, we got him too? Well, you got to go scroll back to find that one. Fake news coming up next. We're back in three across the board. I get scared sometimes. Of a lot of things. Joining in. Decisions. The dark. The dark. But I once heard someone say. But as I always say. It's okay to be afraid. As long as you face the fear. And keep moving forward. Wherever you are in life, count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years. Independence Blue Cross. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fox. 
What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's strong, and then there's Army strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. All right, so we've reached that time. Now, Mark McMillan is going to join us. Actually, Mark's on now, so we shouldn't make him wait. Oh, he's already in? Yeah, right? I mean, you know, a punctual individual, former wow. NFL player. My dog. Here in Philadelphia. Love. <laughs> Who up love watching? What's up, Ethan? Ethan, I heard your little intro when I wasn't on. You said I should make him wait. See what I'm saying, man? I thought we were going to start off on the right foot. It's time to know what he's talking about sometimes, man. You know, sometimes. We appreciate you, brother. Thank you first and foremost. And again, if you're not following Mark, you should be on Twitter. Here's the thing. And I just I'm curious because what what happened? You saw the video pop up with Barrett and I saw the response. And immediately we were like to Barrett. Yo, yo, yo. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You got Mark McMillan out here responding to this. We need to get Mark on. Get him on a show. Oh, yes. Well, he gets it. You know what I'm saying? He, he's, he's, you know, he's a social media guru. That's what he does. That's how he makes money now. So, you know, yeah. he's, he's always on me. I, I, man, I, I just can't do it, man. I Barrett, put has, a lot, Barrett has a lot to learn, Mark, <laughs> yeah, when yeah. it comes to social media. Hey, At Mark McMillan29, by the way. Hey, yeah. he's, he's learning, man. He's learning. So I'm always following what B do, does, man. I, I, you know, I, I keep up with all my teammates that I play with, man. So, you know, that's what it's all about, man. We can't play the game no more. We're, we're all doing different things. So anything I can do to support my brothers, man, I'm all on board. 
Man, Emmy Award winner. You're killing it. What, what's what ESPN Las Vegas now? What, what's yeah. going on? Just just tell us about life first and <laughs> foremost, Mark. Hey man, life is good, man. I'm blessed. I got a beautiful family. Um, uh, so I can't complain, man. I'm just doing uh, ESPN Las Vegas. So hopefully, I might get a nod to do uh, Raider Nation Radio. Mm. So I know there's a, a, a spot open where uh, there as well. So I don't know how that's going to go over well with the Chief fans. Uh, we'll, be doing Ra- <laughs> we'll be doing Raider Nation Radio. I don't, you know, uh, you know, I've been I've been texting Gruden for like a month now. I, I did a couple of Raider Nation segments, but I was, you know, kind of a little bit of cheek bias. I haven't seen, I haven't got a text back from Drew, from John in like a month, man. I don't know if he saw the show or heard the show or what. <laughs> well, hey, man, you know, I mean, you're doing everything, man. You got your own little, you know, barbecue line. You know, you cook, man. I mean, some of the meals you have on there, man, just, I just my mouth's watering, man. It's, you know, you know what you work, cooking on the grill. I mean, it's not just grilling, but you do everything, like gourmet food, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't just, you know, I don't just throw a burger on there, man. You got to throw a burger and, and, you know, and fill it with some cheese. You know, you got, you, you, right. you can't just throw some some bacon in the skillet. You know, you got to add a little little maple, a little, little bourbon sauce to that. You know, you got to spice it up a little bit. So, uh, like I said, I, first of all, I appreciate B. Brooks for coming out, man. He filled in for me. I was a little late to my own event. <laughs> in, really? Uh, in Lansdale, PA at the local tap. Uh, we were celebrity bar bartenders. I was a little late, and B filled in perfectly well, man. So shout out to my man B for filling in for me, man. Oh, oh you my god, bro! What were you mixing up? Some of that infused vodka? Well, actually, it was. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. They had some. They had some really, really good. They had some really good uh, cocktails there. They actually had a a cocktail named after me called the Mighty Mouse. Which was which was pretty good as well. So uh, the proceeds went back to our foundation that we just launched, uh, the Lift program, uh, which is going to empower young men uh, mm-hmm. across the Philadelphia area. I want to do it here in Vegas as well. Uh, so you know the proceeds will go to uh, doing programs and camps and and doing retreats for kids that are being harassed and being bullied. So I'm I'm real excited about wow. uh, being the head for, for that program. That's awesome. You know, then he coaches too. You know what I'm saying? You know, your son, I see him growing up, man. He, bro, you're getting old, man. I know, I know, man. I, I was like, should I shave for the podcast? I was like, no, man, I'm just going to go cold and let it, let it go salt and pepper. Yeah, look, it's not full, right? It's not like Hugh Douglas, man, where he doesn't have anything more. Like, there's no non gray on Hugh's face anymore, right? Yeah. So you're not at that point yet, Mark. He, he was, uh, he was, hairline is, uh, is going away now. He got hey, a little hair. I can't talk about hairlines. That's yeah. all right, brother. All right. Look, <laughs> well, see, I bought my hair, but look, it, it, I got to put a line in because my hair, my hair will go all the way down to here if I let it. I had to line it up right here. I got all got my hair. Just got little... the Anthony Davis hairline, man. It's like, it's like LeBron. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't be putting the Beijing on now. Right. <laughs> hey, hey, Mark, I'm just curious if I could just ask. I've always been fascinated by this. And, and you're not alone, but you are definitely in a small percentage of individuals, and small being the operative word, who played positions that height is usually an advantage. It didn't matter to you. What was the first time in the NFL? Maybe it was camp. Maybe it was on the field. When was the first time that, that you caught somebody going, being like, man, look at you, man. I, I got you. What are, what are you, 5'2 or something? Up? And, and you got them and you locked them up. And, and somebody realized, all right, look, I may be 6'2, but Mighty Mouse is going to lock me up if I don't get, get on. Like, when was the first time you showed somebody, hey, man, I'm not just 5'7, I play like I'm 6'4? 
I would say the first time uh, we came, uh, you know, back then when you got drafted, two days later you were doing a mini camp. Um, so I, I remember uh, stepping into the locker room. I'm seeing Reggie White, Jerome Brown, uh, you know, Randall Cunningham and all those guys and, you know, Fred Barnett and Calvin Williams. And these guys were well-seasoned in the league. And, you know, um, I was out there just just scrapping, man. Me and Fred Barnett were just going at it. And, you know, for those guys as a veteran, you know, those guys are like, man, chill out, young dude. You know, we're, we're just here to, just to show up and, and collect our little bonus. But I was trying to make a point that, you know, I was trying to make the team. And I remember Andre Waters was, you know, uh, bragging on Fred. He was like, man, this dude's the best in the league, whatever. And I was like, let me get him. And, you know, <laughs> me and Fred were just going at it that whole uh, two or three days of training camp. And, you know, the guys kind of took to it. It's like, man, this dude is scrappy, doesn't back down. And, uh, obviously, the odds of me making the team was still slim to none, uh, being a 10th round pick. And I was number eight on the depth chart as far as DB. So wow. I was just out there just trying to uh, you know get as much film as I can in case I did get cut. Somebody else might see it. Arkansas Fred. I did some radio back uh, back in the day with him. He was a cool dude, man. Yeah, Freddie uh, B, man. <laughs> yeah, totally. Hey, Mark, how do you look at this Eagles team? You know, it's a pretty interesting year that they're heading into the year with a new head coach, new entire system, and a second-year quarterback. You know, got a couple of starts last year, but nobody really knows really, you know, if he's the guy yet. How do you view this this year for the Eagles? Um, like, there's a lot of teams out there with uh, young players that's uh, unproven to a lot of organizations. Uh, being in Philadelphia, you already know uh, the pressure is always going to be on no matter what position you play. Obviously, Jalen Hurts, everybody wants to see what he can and, and he can't do. Um, I'm a big fan of him. I, I say it all the time on my show. You know, he's played in two different programs and he's excelled in two different uh, situations. Um, you know, he's had playmakers around him. Uh, they've drafted guys uh, in Philadelphia to put speed guys, you know, kind of like guys he had in college around him. Uh, and getting a Devontae Smith, you know, uh, you know, I know a lot of people expecting him to just put up Alabama numbers, but, you know, it's going to take him some time to, uh, you know, figure out the pro game as well. So, you know, it, it, you know, we're very optimistic as Eagle fans every year. We think we're going to go to the Super Bowl, not as much as the, that team in, in, in Texas. They just brainwash for life. They think they're, they think the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl, <laughs> even when they're the terrible team, the, the worst team in the league. So exactly. I, I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic. Uh, you know, they're a young team. The division is up for grabs. Obviously, uh, the team in, in D.C. is really good. Uh, the Giants have improved, but, you know, they don't have, you know, they still have struggles up front. You don't know how Sa Saquon Barkley is going to come back. Uh, you know, obviously, having Dak back in, in Dallas, you know, they, they drafted a lot of players on the defensive end of the uh, side of the ball. So, you know, the division should be uh, exciting again. You know, last couple of years has been like, man, it's been terrible. So, you know, with the Philadelphia Eagles and what they've been able to do, um, just hope that these guys just give Jalen Hurst to, uh, the opportunity to uh, excel. You know, so I know as soon as he has a bad game, the media, you know, I'll probably be on him as well because I'm part of the media right now. But, you know. <laughs> right. you know. They remind me all the time, man. They remind me all the time. <laughs> so, I, you know, I try to be a little biased, but I'm a big fan of him, obviously, from Alabama. But, you know, they got some good pieces around him. If we can stay healthy up front, you know, that's the key. You know, it's not – I don't care how good Jalen is in the pocket or whatever. If he can't have time to set up and find his targets, I don't care how good you are. Right. You know, and, and you know, I'm going to go on – you know, your, to your specialty, um, you know, the defensive side of the ball and the cornerback position. We Ooh. did <laughs> – we did not I, – I feel as though we didn't put much of an emphasis, and everybody else wanted them to, on right. the cornerback position. I think they like what they have in Avanti Maddox. 
um, you know, and, and a couple other guys, you know. But at this point, I don't see a guy just, you know, stepping up and becoming that force. You know, you stepped up and made your, made your presence known out there at the cornerback position. I didn't see anybody do that, um, you know, till this day. So why are they not putting emphasis on, on the cornerback position? And you think those guys can go out there and, and, and take it to that level where they need to be to be opposite of Darius Slay? Um, you know, we put a lot of uh, pressure on Slay. You know, he makes a lot of money. Obviously, if you're that number one guy, there's no pressure. Um, that's why I feel as, as a defensive back. Uh, you know, when, when Eric Allen left, I knew I was going to be the guy. You know, they drafted Bobby Taylor high, but, uh, you know, Ray Rosen, they put a lot of pressure on me. And, you know, I was able to rise to that challenge and uh, just, just a glue, you know, just it just circulated through the locker room. You know, and to your point, Barrett Brooks, I was on uh, Seth Joyner's show a couple weeks ago, even the linebacker position. Right. When's the last time we had some linebackers that we can be like, okay, we can go after these guys. You know, we put a lot of emphasis on our front line, but once they get past our front four, man, we're it's like, oh my goodness, hold on. You know, when that ball goes up in the air, it seems like every week when the ball goes up in the air, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> All know, the time. That, I don't feel that confident. Like, you know, a guy's going to lock this dude down. Somebody's going to hit somebody in the mouth. Somebody's going to set the tempo. I just don't see that. And you look at other teams around the league. I, I always say the Ravens, uh, you know, those guys will hit you in the mouth. Um, you know, when that ball goes up in the air, you see the whole team rallying to the ball. And same thing with the Pittsburgh Steelers as well. You know, they're, they're secondary and their linebackers fly to the ball. Um, we don't have that. We have a front four that is really, really good. Uh, linebackers, I can't, even, I can't even name the linebackers right now. That's how bad it is. And, you know, uh, you know, Slay and Maddox, you know, those guys have to step up and – I just don't get it these days, these players. Maybe it's because they got a lot of money. It's like, man, I got money. I'm good. I don't have to really go out here and bust my butt anymore. But at some point, we need to get a dog. You know, go get some yeah. dude that's that's really, you know, trying to make the squad. And, you know, don't try to go for the high price guy. Go get a guy that's out there trying to be a dog. Uh, I interviewed Cam Curl. He plays for uh, D.C. He was a late-round pick out of Arkansas. Uh, Landon Collin goes down. This guy fills in, and he was probably one of the better defensive backs in the National Football League last year. He's a dog. <laughs> right. <laughs> that Tampa Bay defense had some dogs at that yeah. linebacker position, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> David, they, they got dogs. They got horses. They, they got <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm curious. What the biggest concern I have this year for the Eagles and, and why I'm, I'm not you know going over on win totals or anything from – just a, a fan to a betting and everything in between standpoint is something you alluded to, which is just how new everything is. And I feel like, look, when you have the ball and you're working through offense and you're dictating, you're able to dictate some tempo, it might be, and I'll defer to you and Barrett on this, but it might be easier to get over everything being new. But on defense, when you have a new coordinator and you have people that are in new spots and you have just a, a new language of communication that's where a breakdown can kill you in a game and a stretch in a season so it's not like these guys stink it's not like i'm down on the coach my biggest concern mark and i wonder how you see that transferring over on the field is just the newness really the language the communication and just how brand new everything is on defense yeah there might be some different uh ways that they call it you know terminology different different coverages everybody runs cover one Everybody plays cover two. Everybody plays cover three and cover four. You know, those are the main coverages that you play in the National Football League. It, it's, it's not it, from high school to college uh, to the National Football League. It's really not that complex 
and they may be, you know, different verbiages or different languages called for me, from me going to Philadelphia to New Orleans. We mm. ran the same coverages. It was just different verbiages. Uh, from New Orleans going to Kansas City, playing under Marty Schottenheimer, we played the same coverages. It was just different verbiages. So th this is your job. You know, <laughs> I just can't emphasize it anymore that, you know, people say like, well, they're in a new system. He's new to the team. If you're a veteran guy, you pick that thing up just like that or, or you're not going to have a job. And, uh, you know, the communication factor, we just don't have a leader uh, on that side of the ball and on the defensive side of the ball to really get those guys in the back end uh, and hold those guys accountable. Yeah. You know, when we were there, Reggie White held us accountable. Uh, Byron, <laughs> right. Evans, Byron Evans, oh. Seth Joyner, those guys held us accountable. Andre Waters held me accountable. You know, Wes Hopkins held me accountable. Uh, there's there's no guys out there that's going to hold these guys accountable. And, uh, you know, you just see the, the lack of uh, leadership on the team. That's huge, man. That's 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 huge, man. You're, you're absolutely right, man, because uh, at this point, uh, we have a young guy, Alex Singleton. We like a lot on, you know, he's a you know friend of the show. And actually, exactly. he's, shown, he's he's shown the ability to go out. He had 120 tackles last year. Uh, he, he made some plays. But why do we? not go out there and emphasize getting those type of dogs, you know, going out and getting guys, you know, um, like what, what Dallas did, you know, going out and get, get getting a linebacker in the first round. Yeah. That's, you know, he, he's going to make it happen. You know, yeah. is going to make it happen. I don't see it, man. Tough. Hold on, Philly fans. Hold on, Philly uh -oh. fans. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Mark, what do you make of this uh, strange situation between the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers right now? Aaron wants out, man. It, it, yeah. it's, it's plain and simple. You know, if you turn down that amount of money, obviously, you know, discount double check ain't hurting for no money. <laughs> <You know? laughs> He's not hurting for no money, man. He, he wants to get out of Green Bay and, you know, with the, with the deal that they'd offered, it was going to be five more years. He don't want to spend five more years in Green Bay where it's cold. Well, that you, I thought that was a major point of emphasis. I thought he wanted he wanted more assurance that he was going to be the guy going forward. And um, love wasn't going to be a fact. Well, love wasn't a factor. They gave him the extension he wanted. They gave him the money that he wanted. He just want, He just doesn't like the GM that bad that he would turn yeah. out 21 <laughs> extra million dollars. That's 21 <laughs> extra million dollars over what he's going to be making. Yeah, that, that, that's a lot of that's a lot of money to be turning down. But obviously, you know, he's going to make a lot of money off the field. Um, he's out here. He's golfing with Phil Mickelson and, uh, the, you know, DeChambeau and, you know, and, and Tom Brady. He's not hurting for any money, man. He's having a, a great time. And um, if he ends up in Green Bay, it's going to be a he's, he's going to plug right in. They're going to win a lot of games. They'll be in the playoff hunt. Uh, but what does that say for Jordan Love? You know, for that young kid, he's sitting at home like, you know, is Aaron coming in? Is he not coming in? And, you know, I remember, uh, you know, when I came in, Ben Smith was the guy and Eric Allen, Eric Allen was holding out. And I'm thinking like, okay, well, if Eric comes in, somebody's got to go. You know, mm -hmm. so that, that just really, really, uh, that really played on my mind. I saw Eric walk in the locker room. Everybody's like, yo, he ain't have, glad to have you back. And then my mind's like, wait a minute. I might be going tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ben was, uh, for, Ben was a, Valdosta State was he like Valdosta State or Ben Jordan Love? No, no, no. The um, the cornerback you was talking about. Ben, oh, uh, okay. oh, where he went? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. State. Uh, Jordan yeah, Love went to Utah yeah. State, I think. Yeah, yeah. You figure he's been preparing, you know, uh, all off season, and you know, is he going to be the starter? Is he not going to be the starter? He's been taking reps. The court, the court that they come out publicly like he's having bad days in practice, and then he comes back and has a great day in practice. So. 
Um, it's, it's up in the air, but man, I'm a huge Aaron Rodgers fan, man. Do what you got to do to get what you want to Aaron Rodgers. You already proved everything. You're going to be a Hall of Famer. You're a Super Bowl champ. You're MVP. I know Denver is flaring up. You know, numbers are out there, but you know, uh, the Raiders are always looking for something. You know, they got money. They, they'll, they'll find a way to, to get it done. But I don't know. The Raiders, just, just their president just stepped down. So it, it, it's a little confusion out here in Vegas as well. Yeah, I, I'm curious, though, just on the heels of that, Mark, what do you feel? And, and this is your your own opinion, like your gut, not necessarily what's been public or, or stated out there, because I know teams are always going to cover them their own rears until they cut a player mercilessly out of their existence on the team. But what do you honestly believe the confidence level is in Carr? Uh, me, per zero. There you uh, go. Uh, uh, zero. <laughs> That's you know, what I was looking for, like from a zero to 10%. I wasn't going to yeah, lead the witness yeah. and say, do you have a zero percent? But I'm thankful at least you gave that answer, right? None. Yeah. 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 He's, a, he's, a, he's a good NFL quarterback. But if you're trying to put yourself in the elite status to try to get over the hump because, you know, the Chargers, they got a young stud over there. And, you know, obviously Patrick Mahomes is, is the king. And you look at Buffalo and what they have in their quarterback situation. And uh, here is just, you know, he, he's a nice guy. Put it like that. That's, that's, that's the, everybody's always like, oh, nice. Derek Carr's a nice guy. He does great <laughs> things in the community. He's good with his family. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, no, we're trying to win some dang on ball games, man. So they haven't put any emphasis on that uh, quarterback position. They bring in Marcus Mariota, who was, you know, just, just a, he's a journeyman now, but put some pressure on him and bring somebody in that's that's going to put your franchise over the top because they do have some some young pieces on that offensive side of the ball. You know, they got receivers. Uh, you got Jacobs, who's a running back. You know, they made some improvements in the offensive line. They upgraded their defense, uh, the defensive line. Their secondary is still a little suspect. Um, I'm a big Jonathan Abram fan, uh, but he's got to stay on the field too. You know, he's a, he's a little hothead uh, in, in the secondary, but – for Derek Carr, man, it's like I'm out here and I'm on the radio and I'm, I don't pull no punches, you know. And if I see him in the supermarket, he probably roll his eyes at me because I can keep it real. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that is great. That is great. What's what's now? Are you back in this area? I know you mentioned that you were at this event in Lansdale, so you make it back to this area a lot. Yeah, actually, I'm going to start doing more uh, appearances uh, back in Philadelphia. I'm scheduled to come back there twice next month uh, to do uh, some charity events as well. Uh, you know, be back at the local tab doing uh, some celebrity bartending. Um, we're in the works of doing a Grillin' McMillan uh, bourbon tasting at a golf club uh, that's going to be scheduled for next month as well. So all the proceeds that we're doing this for, man, is to help these young men, uh, you know, uh, have a better opportunity. Um, you know, there's because I, you know, I work with kids all over the country and, uh, you know, there's a lot of bullying that's going on. And especially with social media, uh, you see it with shoot, even I get attacked. I'm sure you guys get some some tweets every <laughs> now and then to be like, yo, dude, if you was in my grill, come on now. You wouldn't be saying that. But behind that keyboard <laughs> and that iPhone, oh, they right. they right. real tough. So, you know, I want to try to help these kids out, man. That's that's feeling the pressure. Um, take them out, you know, meet guys like you guys, bring them in the studio, meet guys yeah. like Barrett Brooks, uh, you know, uh, you know, take them to the Eagles training camp just to just to see uh, a different side of it that, you know, you don't have to be the macho guy or the funny guy or the class clown or, or the best athlete, you know. So 
I just want to use my platform to the best of my ability, man. And Philadelphia has always been uh, like a second home to me, man. Every time I come back, I get a ton of support, man. People uh, jump on board. They rally. So I appreciate you guys giving me this platform as well. Well, Barrett and Aton, he just mentioned bourbon and golf course in the same sentence. So I think we we would have interest in promoting that. Honestly, look, man. No in, question. We'll make it we happen. We have two courses here between Harry's course and my own where we would love, we can have all four. That's a foursome. We can have all four of us go out. We could do the show. Harry lo- knows I love to hey, do oh, yeah. out on the course. Well, at this point, Mark's hey, also hey, a, a member of the Jaws courses. Oh, he of is. course he's a member. Yeah. Anybody who yeah. played for the Eagles is a, a member of the – Barrett's always skipping out once a week to go yeah. play golf. <laughs> ridiculous. All right, we got to break in the network real quick. We're back in three with Mark McMillan hanging on the Jacob Media YouTube page. Yeah, he's always out golfing once a week. Meanwhile, we try to talk about the Open or whatever, and he's out. Whenever Jaws calls, Barrett Barrett goes. It's amazing. Yep. Man, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we can't yeah, even get yeah, in on like the yeah, most man, neglected of all the like. Give us the course that's on the bottom of the list for Jaws's. What is he on ten now? Valley Brook, right? probably. Well, whatever it is, and it's yeah. still a nice course. I'm just saying, like you know, the throwaway where it's like yeah. you know, Mark or Barrett comes up to Jaws and say, "Hey, man, you know, I I need a favor. I've got you know, cousins of an uncle coming <laughs> in. Want to play golf? I, not anywhere like great. Just you know, do you have some place I can go? Oh yeah, here's Valley Brook. Like that's all we need." Hey, got, it, yeah. it's not my fault, man. It's, it's not my fault that I played. <laughs> That's the best I, I, I answer off the hook. I'm like Conor McGregor. I apologize to no one. <laughs> right, right. To absolutely no and one. Nor should you, Mark. No should you, by all means. Play wherever you can. Trust me. <laughs> so, um, you know, being, yeah, being out there. Definitely, and... definitely, uh, definitely want to get ahead. you guys involved, man, with my uh, wine and bourbon tasting. Um, it's a, oh, it's, man, uh, please distillery that i did in hershey pennsylvania is called hidden steel mm-hmm. uh so they're they're on board to anything i got going on so if you guys want to come to the uh country club that we're in the works with with doing we can do the show there too man yeah are you, no uh, are you able to say the club that you're working with i can't say that yet okay. yeah i can't okay. say that yet because it's is not it in, in stone yet is it in pa jersey yes yeah, not in stone it's a it's a pa okay, okay. harry and i are, are in pa Barrett, as he knows, in South Jersey. That's that's fine. That's fantastic. We got to start. I mean, look, are you looking to do this consistently at the same club or are you looking to bounce around? Because we should do this at both where I am a member and where Harry's a member. Harry's at 1912. I'm at Huntington Valley. I'll do it whatever. Whoever will have me. Uh, there you go. You know, trust me, I'll get the bourbon there. I got. I'm working. I'm working with a grill company as well, so we'll be able to uh, transport the grill, and I will be there the grill personally myself. And you guys can do the bourbon tasting. Wow, Harry's already there. Oh it's yeah, a done deal. I'm That's already there. <laughs> You're not even looking at Harry. That's like the silhouette of you know the cartoon where they jet and right, the right. silhouette is still there before it dissipates. And yeah, smoke. I'm already on the way. <laughs> oh man. Who you got tonight? Oh yeah. He's- oh yeah. Got those too. Uh, yeah. Trust me. Yeah. Who do you got tonight? Sons of the Bucks. You know what? Uh, you know my family. You know I met my wife in in, uh, in, in oh, Phoenix. Wow. My kids are born in, in Arizona. I've lived really? there for like over twenty something years, but it's hard to not want to pull for the Bucks. You know, and every time I yeah. see a commercial or I see something with Giannis, I'm like, I want to pull for that guy. 
you know, and yeah. uh, obviously down the stretch, man, they've been playing really good. And, you know, it's not like Milwaukee has never been there. You know, they've been knocking on the door for the last three or four years. And this is their, it seems like it's their time. And, you know, the Phoenix Suns, this is only their first year being back in the big show since Charles Barkley. So they, they can, they can wait a little bit, but uh, it'll be huge for uh, Milwaukee to win that game. And uh, the classic thing I saw was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar rocking a Milwaukee shirt with his own yeah. name on it. I said, yeah. that's, that's OG right there. If you're speaking, Korean, you can wear whatever you want. That's a heavy <laughs> right, right. flex right there. <laughs> now, speaking of Kareem, now to be fair, some of these awards weren't around back then. But to your point, Mark, as we have a couple, we're winding down here, three more minutes, and, and then we're out overtime coming up. But if Giannis wins the championship, assuming he'll win the finals MVP as well, although if Chris Middleton is the lead scorer tonight, he actually has an argument to this. But anyway, it's going to be Giannis. Yeah, it'll be Giannis. So. Two-time MVP, one-time defensive player of the year, NBA championship finals MVP. Now, again, in certain cases, a guy played in an era where there wasn't an award like this, like the MVP or DPOY, for example. But the, there's only one other person in the history of the NBA that has that combination. Two MVPs, DPOY, championship finals MVP. Happens to be Michael Jordan. That's it. That's it. Tim Duncan right. never got Defensive Player of the Year. Kareem, uh, Hakeem and Kevin Garnett never got the second MVP. David Robinson never got a finals MVP or a second MVP. Like this, this championship is going to solidify Giannis, not just as an all timer, but arguably as the best big to ever play, which is crazy. I, I was, uh, hold on, hold on. Don't say the big to ever play now. There, there, there's, there's some, some old timers out there. That yes. Was there, yeah. There, there, Bill Russell is going to like say Kareem and Bill Laker Russell. Fan. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm a huge Laker fan. I, I've never seen nobody dominate the game like Shaquille O'Neal. I, mm. I, I just never seen anybody dominate the game on both ends of the floor when he was in top shape, you know, when Kobe was pushing him and riding him. <laughs> I know what Giannis <laughs> is doing is incredible, but I I, 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 I will put Giannis in the paint with Shaq, and it'll be like, whoa, he'll yeah. just be another guy. Shaq absolutely dominated the game. It was almost like Reggie White. And, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I used to see the fear in some of those D linemen eyes. It's like, yo, and I, obviously I used to always talk trash. You know, I used to always go to the offensive tackles and be like, you know, Reggie is, he's a little upset today. So you might want, you might want to say your prayer. <laughs> if you don't pray, he's going to pray for you. <laughs> Mr. White. Mr. White. Jeff, thank you so much, man. Thanks, Mark. Definitely appreciate it, Mark. Again. So thank you. Appreciate it, bro. I appreciate you guys, man. I'll, I'll keep in contact with you guys. Uh, I'll be in, I'll be in town, and I'll I'll, I'll reach out to you. Guys. All awesome. right, thanks, bro. That's the great Mark McMillan. Thank you, sir. All right, keep up the good work. Uh, overtime coming up next. I'll see you guys tomorrow. All right. Anything else you need? No, at Mark McMillan twenty nine on Twitter. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. Hang around. You got overtime next. If not on Sports Map, like Ron, we need to do fake news. We'll do that tomorrow. Tomorrow. I get scared sometimes Of a lot of things Joining in Decisions The dark The dark But I once heard someone say But as I always say It's okay to be afraid As long as you face the fear And keep moving forward Wherever you are in life Count on the name trusted in insurance for over 80 years Independence Blue Cross. 
Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. The International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, Local Union 98, is a proud sponsor of The Labor Show with J. Doc and Krause every Saturday night from 6 to 8 p.m. IBEW Local 98's highly trained and superbly skilled electricians are the best in the business, setting the highest safety standards in the electrical industry. So when you're planning your next industrial, commercial, or residential project, choose an IBEW Local 98 union contractor. Learn more at IBEW98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. This is a key. It's a family tree. It's a pair of wings. It's a secret handshake. And a ticket to anywhere in the world. It's more than a uniform. It's the door to a world most people only dream of. There's Strong, and then there's Army Strong. Try it on at GoArmy.com. All right, we're back on overtime. We've got about uh, eight or nine minutes left here. Um Harry Mays and Barrett Brooks right here on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. Smash that like button and uh, spread the word. I see the subscriber base is now up over uh, 5,700. We were just at 5,000 uh, just about, no, maybe, maybe three weeks ago. So even during the slow time of the summer, Barrett, uh, the channel is growing subscribers. Wait till football season comes. I up, know. You know. Start doing our breakdowns and you know everything else, man. That's, that's the great thing, man, about – you know, leaving the summer, going into the fall, mm-hmm. you know, that's, there's, there's so much, you know what I'm saying? If, uh, so much anticipation for myself, understanding, you know, that this Eagles team, you don't know what you don't know. You don't know, man. At this point, we don't know what we're going to get from them. No, and, you, you know, don't. But the one thing we do know is they don't have a lot of cap flexibility. And I just saw a tweet <laughs> uh, from Mike K who covers the team at Mike underscore E underscore K the Eagles are projected to have $4.877 million in cap space per the NFLPA. Now, that, wow. that is not a lot of money. And no, they, still have to, they still have some people to sign, I believe. I don't think yep. Dickerson signed. 
Nope, he's still Dickerson out. is signed. Uh, the Zach Ertz situation still needs to play out uh, in some way, shape, or form. But if people are, are are getting excited or still getting excited about them signing some cornerback of value, uh, they don't have enough money. Well, they can't do it unless they let um, Ertz go. Yeah, that gives them like another four million. They can you know count towards the cap when they let him go. Mm-hmm. And I just don't understand it, man. I mean. They really think that they're gonna, you know, if they wait till the last minute, they're gonna have somebody come in and swoop in and trade for them. I Give mean, them that's, a seventh, sixth, or seventh round draft pick. Well, I mean, it's know? not necessarily that; it's his contract, you know, because Ertz he wants to get traded. That way, he gets traded with that with that seven or you know seven and a half, eight million dollars. He'll make that money. But at this point, nobody wants to pay him that much. No, and he's definitely not gonna get it after he gets cut. Right. So, I mean, if I was Ertz, I'd want to stay. Say what you want to say. That's seven, eight million dollars that I'll have, as opposed to you know getting cut and maybe making the veteran minimum, uh, veteran minimum, maybe one or two million. Yeah, but yeah, do you think he's better? He's better at this point in his career than the veteran minimum, isn't he? Well, at this point, who has the money to really sign? Well, that's another question. Yeah, like does a team where he would want to go have enough space, like the Colts? I don't know what their cap situation is, but let's say. You know, that's the, the one team that comes to mind the most. But it, the reason I bring this up, not only just because Mike K tweeted it, is that bring it back to this discussion that Jimmy Kemsky started with the column that you and I both read on Philly Voice, where it said, you know, maybe it's time that the Eagles should consider trading Fletcher Cox. Yep. I mean, he's got, I'm looking at his contract, and this year he's on the books for. $23.88 million. All right. Wow. And next year he's on the books for $23.78 million. Then you could easily, you know, walk away from him because the dead money drops t- to six the year after. And there's, there's no base salary and, and he you knew it's a lot of roster bonuses and things like that. So you still have a, a team acquiring him would still have two full years. You so know, at, at a certain number. Thing. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I mean, it's something to think about. I'm not saying, saying you know, let's campaign to get uh, Fletcher Cox out of here. But if you get a second, a second round pick for him and the cap relief on a team that really isn't, despite what the most ardent fans might say, are not equipped really to make a run this season. Well, exactly. So you look at Fletcher Cox. Um, is he at the prime? His prime, he had... Ten and a half sacks in his prime. That was mm-hmm. the highest number of sacks he's had. So you're paying a player twenty four million dollars for six sacks worth of production. Yeah. You know, now that's that, from the Eagles' standpoint, but if we, of course we, we know that he brings a lot more to the table. He gets double teamed. He gets triple teamed all day. Yeah. You know he's still a force, and the reason why he doesn't have the production the most have is because he gets double and triple teamed. Mm-hmm. But then you look at it from this aspect. Oh, so does Aaron Donald. Right. They changed the whole offense to just block one man. So. If you look at it, you know, is he worth it at this point, keeping him around with a team that really doesn't have anything going for him the next two or three years? Eh, you know, that's a lot of cap space. Something to, you to know, think about. Use. Yeah, right. You know, It I really mean? is. Um, yeah, you talk about it, the sacks. I mean, sacks, sacks generally isn't a defensive tackle stat that you really right, you know, look right. for. But the problem is with all the, the attention that he draws – the guys around him aren't getting enough sacks. And there lies the problem. Yeah. You know, when, you, when you're opposite of Fletcher Cox, that means the guy on the other side should be having a headache because he's getting the one-on-one block. 
because he's going to draw the double team. So you're one-on-one. You should win every single time. That's why I thought Malik Jackson was going to be a great yeah, signing here. He didn't do anything. No, he you know? un- totally underperformed. He yeah. a drop, but you made on, uh, You mentioned 2018. That's when he had the 10.5 sacks and 34 QB hits. Right. But in the next two seasons, 2019-2020 combined, he had 10 sacks and only 19 quarterback hits. Exactly. In two years combined. So, so it's obvious that we're on the decline here. Well, you look at it at he, you know, it's right around the Super Bowl year where he was the most productive, and that's mm-hmm. when they had the most success on defense. Right. You know, he was a force then, and you know, like I said, I work with you know working with with you know guys that understand what that position, um, what that wh- how you benefit from that position, and we right. understand that you know he's going to get double team and triple team. We understand that, but you still have to go out there and be a force. You know, when you go when as an offensive coordinator, when you're making your game plan, he has to be the focal point of you stopping him in order to run your offense. So you you all right, you gotta take this play out because that means he's one on one. So mm-hmm. we gotta run to the opposite side, which might not be our strength side. Or we can't run a seven step drop because we know that he's gonna be in there. He's gonna generate he's gonna implode the pocket. Exactly. Yeah. So those are all things that you're thinking of, you know, as far as, you know, um, what a defensive lineman. Does he fit that bill? Yes, he does. But is he at the level of an Aaron Donald? But he's no. getting paid like an Aaron Donald. And there lies the problem. There Aaron Donald's the, the best player in the league. There's no question about that. Yeah. No question. Unblockable. Yeah. The only now, way he gets unblocked, he gets blocked is when he blocks himself and he'll run away from the play because that's where the defense is telling him to go. Right. Now he mentions a couple of teams here throwing some darts the chargers because they have they've just under 20 million dollars in cap space melvin i mean uh what's his name's um gone to also well, so Ingram. Somebody, yeah ingram's gone so they need somebody that could uh rush up the middle you know with bosa being there and the seahawks anytime a defensive player of note is available the seahawks are always thought always. of as a team that would be interesting <laughs> i find that really funny the patriots even though they drafted christian barmore in the second round and then he puts down here the Cardinals because they've taken the quote unquote all in approach this yeah. offseason. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's a team, but you know, I mean, it makes it makes a lot of sense for him to go somewhere like um, you know, the Chargers. It also makes a lot of sense for him to go somewhere like Dallas. Mm. Oh no, they're not trading. They could never <laughs> trade him to Dallas. I don't think I they're don't trading know. in period, but they would never trade him to Dallas. Right, right. Can you imagine that? No, no, I can't. I can't even stomach that. All right. Um, uh, Aton will be back tomorrow for the full show. We'll do a lot of NBA breakdown. Of course, the championship tonight could be decided. Uh, Aton is distraught because he had sons and six. Don't let him don't let him fool you into thinking it's any other reason than that. That's the you only Parrot, reason why. You and I know. We right. know it. We all see it. We all see it. So, all right. Until tomorrow, uh, you know, just uh, – Stay tuned for Cilio this afternoon, man. He'll be talking more football right here on the Jacob Media YouTube channel. We'll see you tomorrow. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. 
Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.